Hey, yo, check it out. This is a loudspeakers production. Internets, this episode of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by our great friends over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Check out GetBevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L today, and use the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Yo, stop playing around like a little kitty with these little fake plastic shavers and shave like a boss. Get Bevel. This episode of the Combat Jack Show was brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace recently launched their latest version of their platform, Squarespace 7, which has a completely redesigned interface, integrations with Getty Images and Google Apps, 15 new templates, and an incredible feature called Cover Pages. Try the new Squarespace at squarespace.com combat and enter offer code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, that's me, at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, start here and go anywhere. Cheer. Hey, yo, internets, you know what it is. You are tuned in to the Combat Jack Show, the very first episode of 2015. Cheer. Happy New Year, bitches. Yeah. Yo, what up, Pete? What's going on, Combat? Man, man, I can't call it, man. We in a new year. I'm still feeling kind of festive. You know, first and foremost, I want to shout out the fan bros, man. They got a very uh, exciting episode dropping this Thursday, man, with the Editor-in-Chief of Marvel, wow. Axel Alonzo. Can't wait for that Fan Bros episode to drop this week with Editor-in-Chief of Marvel Comics, Axel Alonzo. Internets, get that. Yo, Pete, man, look at what on? we got here, man. We man. got some very, yeah. we got some legendary cultivated connoisseurs. Yeah. Connoisseurs yeah, in the big, building. Big, we, got big, the, big. we got the true wine connoisseurs That's in the right. building. Yes, Brother right. Sadat X and yes. Will Tell. Yes, sir. Sadat X and Will Tell is in the building peace, right peace. here on the show. Yo, man, what, what are we drinking right now, gentlemen? This is the, the true wine connoisseur's red, the first blend. You know what I'm saying? The first batch. I'm going to let Will explain the nuances of it. Let we, know figure, we figure we bring up the, the original wine that set it all off last the OG year. Wine. This yeah. is the OG wine for right. us. It's no longer in circulation. It's sold out Word. everywhere. 600 cases went gone. real fast. 600 gone. cases. Cases. 12, 12 bottles in a case, gone. Now, this red wine right here is, is sweet. It's yeah. a little bit, little sweet, but not oversweet. It's we don't want to make it like um, right. no Moscato sweet, but right. we, we we pretty much just want to make a really drinkable table wine that you don't have to know anything about wine to just drink it and say I like that. It's you a pan, it's be a all tight, looking like a sucker. <laughs> now I want to I want to really get into the, the the business of this because you know building with you will over the past couple sure. of years. One of the things that I appreciate is that this is not no vanity nah. thing. It's not like no shots, but this ain't like an Armadale thing. This ain't no like scissor, no shot. Nope. This is like a real wine that's respected by the wine community. It absolutely culture. is. And a lot of people don't know, I'm actually a professional wine consultant. That's exactly. what I do. So a lot of people see the show and they see us goofing around and having fun and bringing a lighter side to wine drinking. But in reality, I know what I'm talking about. There's, exactly. there's a science behind this. And, you, and, and I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. No, I was asking, did you make hooch when you were growing up? I never made no hooch. I know that. that, that <laughs> I made that. some hooch on the island. Made on the island. <laughs> I made some hooch oh, on the island. We, 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 we definitely going to get to that, X. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we used to, my, my grandparents used to make it and they used to roll the grapes right from the backyard in, in the barrels. We, in my backyard, like, they had a little, where, a little you, thing. You grew up in Sicily? What, where the fuck did nah, you Nah, we grew up in, <laughs> in Brooklyn, but that's Brooklyn? the way it was. You know what I'm saying? I was adopted into an Italian household, and right. that's what they did. They made, they made wine. Forget, mm. about, forget about it. it. Forget about it. So, yeah, it. man, and, and, and I want to talk about how you, how, how, how you and, and, and Sadat got into this in the whole nine. But first and foremost, yo, we got Sadat X in the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we got, we got, we got, uh, we got the original brand Nubian. Right here. Happy to building. be here. Yo, man, how you doing, sir? I'm great, man. I'm, I'm feeling good. It's a new year. I made it through another year. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's always a blessing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm just glad to be able to keep it going. I got a new album coming out, Never Left. You know, basically some grown man stuff. If, if, if you dealing with relationships, it's, it's basically for people that pay bills, go through ups and downs in relationships, raise kids and, and try to survive and live every day. So now you got kids? I got one daughter. How, and, how old is she, man? And let me get it right. My daughter's 22 because every time I always say the wrong age and she get an attitude, she is 22 <laughs> years old. Congratulations, yes. man. What, what is she doing right, right well, now? Well, right now, she's uh, actually, she's in Georgia State University. She's a, a Spanish major. Okay. So uh, she's getting ready to graduate. I told her, I, I don't know what she's going to do afterwards, but told her, as long as you got that paper, you'll be able to do something. Congratulations, you know man. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. You know, congratulations! And, but I still got a girl right now who's trying to have one. So okay, look like we're gonna have to be spaced out twenty two. <laughs> right. Hey, man, you know, yeah. as Pete, Pete's going through that right I'm, now. I got man. a fifteen year old daughter and I got a son on the way. There you, you go. With his beautiful, beautiful Nubian queen. queen, beautiful thing. <laughs> Yo, beautiful. So, so this album, man, this this I love the artwork, man. Who did this this artwork, man? You got the you got the high top. On one, yeah, on what, one what was side. my man named Marty Mar? My man Marty Mar. He did the he did the. Uh, did the artwork and what it is, if you could tell, it's basically a combination. The first album, the first brand new album when yes. I had the when I had the high top yes. combined with basically what I look like now. So it's like a like a combination type of look right there. Yeah, man. This is now is this is this all you independent or what, man? Well, this is me and my man Focus right here. This, it's gonna be on, on loyalty. What, what what's it on? Loyalty Digital. And uh it's coming out on the twentieth, man. And basically it's 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 uh it's a grown-up music, okay. man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, We need grown-up music That's what right I now. said, because it's a, w- the way I see it, man, it's rap that we still defining ourselves, and we got grown-up shit, grown-up people, grown-up people that want to hear about grown-up things they doing, and, and that's what I'm talking about. Now, now, one thing I do appreciate about you, and I think this is something that we both share, is like, even though, you know, you came up with the pioneers, even though you established yourself as one of the top-tier rappers, you know, in the golden age, of of hip hop, like I'm I'm listening to you recently, and you're not shitting on a new crop of rappers. Oh no, nah, you, you 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 can't do that, man. I mean, you know, as as they come up, it's, it's their time. If I figure, tell everybody, man, if if you're in this long enough, you're gonna get your 15 minutes. Right. It's it's basically what you do afterwards. And uh, when I was coming up, I remember Run DMC. They 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 shepherd us sometimes. Yes. They showed us the way, and it's like it's, instead of always being mad, let's say a lot of the older rappers, I don't know somehow. They get a thing where they feel something like a lot of times that the young boys owe them something. I don't I don't think they really owe you too much. As long as they respect you, y- your moms and your pops had you 20 years too soon if you if you want to take it on that side. But I I, I just <laughs> I feel a lot of times, especially the, the the young boys that 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 I feel are, are still respecting the game and 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 having skill-wise with it. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them I I really do respect in that aspect. You know, one of the things also, man, that that I it just I spend a lot of time on social media, so sometimes it's not even just the older cats. It's like it's like we have so much information that you know. I see younger cats just shitting on everything. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. You know, too. it's like it's like it's like yeah. I understand. Yeah, it's it's good to have all of this information at our access and the whole nine. But motherfuckers don't want to be fans no more. Yeah, it's like sometimes I see everyone's and, and, an artist. Yeah, a lot of the young boy like it's it's the young boy crew. I call it a lot of times. The ones that you see outside when it's brick that just don't wear jackets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that young boy crew. And and that's the, sometimes I, I try to reach them. And you're not going to reach all of them, but I do try to reach them too, man. And it's like. They too young they to be so yeah, mad. Yeah, so mad. They don't. I'm like, yeah, how you going to be all that mad and you still living at home and not paying no bills? What are you really mad at? Yo, they mad at everything. You, know you say this is hot. Oh, you think this yeah, is this, hot? This ain't. Who uh-huh. told you? I'll be honest, the game's a lot more friendly than it was back in the day, too. What, what do you mean? In terms of like. In terms of just how you had to survive as an artist i mean back in the day you went to a show you might get thrown off the stage if you weren't up to par yeah now will most people don't know about your pedigree man as a producer sure sure in the game tell us some of the people you produce man man we started early i started putting out these uh will tell compilations back in the day and we started you know like uh brooklyn academy Mm -hmm. lyricist lounge the word of mouth talib kwali thurston howard the third the gene grays all all the people like that c rays walls um, and I did all these underground You're naming projects. a lot of low, low, yeah. low, low heads, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, that's, you, you we, official, we all low life. Lo, you low life? Yeah. He is, too. He's tatted up. He got the cookie on his arm. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's how we used to roll. But uh, we did a lot of things. Now, sit up, man. I, I want to, I yes. let, let's take it back to memory lane. All right. Man. So, so I, I, I re, uh, just recently found out that you were born in the Bronx? I was born in Bronx, Lebanon Hospital. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Born in the Bronx, uh. Lived in our Concourse Village. Uh, all my people's, my aunts. Well, see, I got about six. I got about five, about seven aunts. Right. So they was all spread out all over the Bronx Park Avenue. Oh, wait, 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 yo, Pete, man, you going too much to the head with this one. It's the <laughs> yeah, first show. It's the first show of the season. Slow no, no, it down. No, yeah. It's like what your third. You can't help it. It's good I'm not, stuff. I don't want to monitor you, but slow down. No, most like, you the co-pilot. No, tr- true we, wine we, connoisseur. Yeah, we got to fly this, this shit together. Is yeah, yeah, this, we this shit is like, uh, it's, yo, it's you reach for that shit with too much gusto, baby. <laughs> we got another bottle. Yeah, we got to slow down. But anyway, man. So anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I like I got six, seven aunts, like Park Ave, uh, Cortland Ave, Melrose, and Jackson, or uh, Queens. So like I was I was based in the Bronx, and uh, pops got a good job and moved on up to New York. To the suburbs. Yeah, but but, but but at the time you were still growing up in an environment where you noticed it was like the Ground zero of hip hop? Oh, yeah. Like when I was coming up, like, first of all, New Rochelle, like a lot of people, New Rochelle is a suburb, but it still was gritty and grimy. I mean, they had about four, five sets of projects, and that was on, New Rochelle was, was on what I call the, the, the back circuit back then, where you would still, we, we had a spot called Remington Boys Club. Right. So, like, if Cold Crush did something at Bronx River, and then they did something over here in, in, in Bronxdale, New Rochelle Remington Boys Club was a was a stop on the circuit. You had a couple of spots in Mount Vernon that was a stop. So that was a stop on the circuit. So I can remember back then. I I, I seen the Cold Crush there. Uh, I seen Jazzy Five MCs. I seen Damn. early Grand Poobah when he was down with the tray bag MCs. The tray bag MCs. Before, before the masters of ceremony. Before masters of ceremony, Poobah was down with the tray bag MCs. Now, Word up. Now let's 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 go back, man. Yeah. First and foremost, when you moved to New, you mentioned you didn't move from the Bronx. To go to the projects of New Rochelle. Nah, nah, nah. Because well, yeah, yeah, nah, that's nah, awesome backwards. We, 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 we switched it up a little bit. We went up a little bit, but we were still medium range. Okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, I still wasn't Will Smith type. No, yet, but, but you, we you was, was in good. the house right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good, that good, was good, 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 too. I was good. Now, tell us about the household you was growing up in, man. Oh, uh, well, I, see, I got I grew up in the household, basically. Like, all right, my pops was from Harlem. My pops from Lincoln Projects. My pops are Alamo's pops. Grew up in Lincoln Projects. Okay. My, 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 my pops' moms are Alamo's. 
Pop's moms, they grew up together in Lincoln Projects in the first building that was built in Lincoln Projects. You know what I'm saying? My Pops went to Clinton. So my Pops was a Harlem dude. He was always around Harlem stuff, doing that. So uh, what, do you, what, do, what do you do? Uh, he Well, first, he, he went to school at first. He okay. went to school. Then he was doing some type of some social work shit. I don't know how he finagled that. Right, right, right. He finagled that somehow. And, I, and to this day, I still don't know how he did it, but he finagled some social work job. And uh, became actually the director of the East Harlem part that was still over there on, uh, I think that's what that, Lexington or 1st Avenue and 124th Street, or right, that big building right there on the corner. But uh, he finagled away in there somehow. My mom's worked at BCW, that's Bronx Child, we're right yep. on the concourse, that's right the over there. You don't want to call. Right over there. When you're mad at your Carton, kids. Hey, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I remember she come home late, she talked about she had to go through the projects and place three or four kids. So, uh, they moved on up to New Rochelle, and uh, we went from there. And actually, when I moved up there, about a couple of months later, Alamo's people moved up right. there. Like, I I know now, I got baby pictures with Alamo. That's crazy, man. No doubt. So y'all was destined to do something. Yeah, and of then, course. And, and, and growing up together from the crib to, like, the streets to to, to New Rochelle, yeah. y'all, y'all, had, y'all both had, like, this this mutual love All for the, the time. culture. Definitely. All for the culture. And, you know, when we got up there, like, I remember coming up, you know, my pops, he, like, you know, he bought me little turntables, whatever. So we do our thing, Alamo DJ, whatever. But Poobah, he was already out at the time. Right. But even before Master Ceremony, like I said, he was down with the little tray bag MCs, and he was doing his thing, and the the the, the mock neck to the British Poo-Bah, walkers. Poobah, you know, Poo- it's funny, man. We had scheduled Poobah to come in uh, uh, about a month and a half ago. It's hard to get a hold of him. Man, he's, hard. he's like Jay Electronica. Yeah, he's hard. Like Jay Electronica is the new rap unicorn. Exactly. And Poobah's the, older, the, old, the yeah. older rap unicorn. We were here but, like, we came here about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We left at 5 in the morning. He never showed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, Poobah, he but, taught me a lot of stuff, boy. But looking at his style, man, the brother was always impeccable. Definitely. With, with the gear, right? Definitely. Definitely. I, 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 I seen, I, I, I've seen Poobah literally finagled thirty to forty thousand dollars out of electric telling them to use the manual checkbook. At the record companies back in the days they had the manual checkbook. Well I remember one morning I woke up and Pooba was like, yo, we going downtown and we getting fifteen thousand from these dudes. And I was like, yo, how are we gonna do it? He said, watch me. We went down there, he finagled some shit, he went in there and see he was always especially when we was on electric, he was always in Clive ear. Somehow him and Clive was cool. So Clive would break that book out for Pooba. Word but, up. But you know what? It, I, I, it's not you can't. It's not hard to imagine, yeah. because when you really think about it, like one of the biggest things that 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 that's past the history books is when you look back, Poobah was the was top. Yeah, he Poobah was top level MC. Like yeah. top, like if yeah. you name your top five, and it's not that hard mm-hmm. to etch Poobah in there. He's he's one of the one. It's it's certain MCs. That 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 breeder style. Right. When, when, remember when Poobah was was dipper 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 dipper. How many groups came out after dipper 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 dipper? <laughs> then we had a whole bunch of imitating groups that came out with that style from him. So he birthed. He was the father of a style. Right. Now I, I also appreciate that one of your favorite first MCs is the same. We share the same favorite MC in Kaz Grandmaster. Oh Kaz. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like Kaz was the one that really. Yeah mesmerize you with this yeah, thing? Yeah, he, he mesmerized me because just his whole overall tone and, and the style. Because, see, back then, like, it wasn't no videos or not like that. So when you heard these these, these tapes, you had to imagine in your mind, what, I can't imagine what would this dude look like. like exactly. What would it be? And then when I finally seen him, he was one of the ones that was like, damn, he looked just like how I thought he was yep. going to look. He yep. sound just like. And the magic, yeah. 
the magic of listening to those tapes. You know, oh yeah, I've, I, I love having conversations with Star from Star and Buck yeah. Wild, and he always talks about you know the theater of the mind. Oh yeah, like if you really can imagine internet's going back to hip hop where you didn't know who your rap, your favorite rappers looked like, Word. but they like your favorite ones like Kaz, like Melly Mel. They sounded like superheroes. Like, they, they really sounded like rap gods. And when you had one of them tapes, I, I can remember tapes popping when I, I would be like, I got to repair this. When it was like surgery, like uh-huh. you get the your pencil. little screwdriver and the you take the, take the the, the the screws out and, and splice it yourself and, and, and with, with, the, with the spool <laughs> and put the two spools back on and literally fix your shit, yo, like... I'm I'm still listening to this. It's not dying. Now now I think the the cold crush got robbed. I I don't think the fantastic beat them. Nah, I don't I don't see because the cold crush. I remember that like the, the routines. They, yeah, they was little cats yeah, in the cradle. Yeah. And, JDL and JDL. all that. Yeah, they they was they was the the Bronx dudes and see they they reminded me of my uncle Bronx. Like okay. I remember my uncle would go out. You had an uncle like named him. Bronx? No, my 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 uncle was called, but. Like like how they was, how Kaz and the was was Bronx. I remember that era, how they looked and everything. Quarterfields, all that quarterfields <laughs> and the sheepskins. Sheep they were they were gen- gentlemanly thugs, gentlemanly thugs, and definitely cold crush. So listen, man, like you have one of the most unique voices mm. of all time mm. in the game, right? It's a very it's it's. I don't want to compare the voices because they're, they're distinct, but your voice is as unique as, like, say, a Jay-Z's voice, where the first time you hear the voice, you're like, they're spitting that real shit, but are they re- should they really be an MC? Yeah. Vo- what gave you the the gumption to think that you could be an MC, man? Well, well at first I didn't know it was going to work because I remember when I first was rhyming, and uh, I remember we, we used to go to... Uh, to Jazzy J's joint, okay. Strong City over there on Allerton, and I remember at first Jay didn't like like my voice, and I was crushed because you know Jay was one of my idols. I was like, damn, yo, we talking J- about the original Zulu the original Nation. Zulu Jazzy J. He didn't like my voice at first. I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm and you can't you could change your rhymes, yeah, yeah, but you could change your voice. names. Not, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, we didn't have auto tune back then. Oh, I was crushed, man. I was like, <laughs> damn, I, I, I might I might was going to turn into a beatboxer or a popper or something like that, but uh. You know, I I kept with it, man, and and Jay, uh, you know, he came around, but like it, it just came, man. Like I was always my shit. Like when I was young, they said I had ADD. I was in the class. I was in that classroom that had six people. Like when you you wasn't it, drooling though. No, I wasn't drooling. Special I was a, I was behave you. I was <laughs> oh, behave you. You were missed yeah. too. Stone shit at, yeah. at the teacher. Like I can show Ms. Lincoln. You, yeah, I can show you a picture when it's like five dudes and two two girls. Remember, one one of them might be big and heavy handed. I was in that picture. You know what I'm saying? So. They always said I had ADD and I was moving around too much, and I think that that kind of came out into the rhyme flow. Okay, now initially though, you were you you were trying your hand as a DJ. Yeah, I tried. I tried. DJ D Rock. Yeah, yeah. My hands was too heavy. Though. Kid, was, Kid Paradise. Yeah, Kid Paradise. I was fucking my pops' needles up. <laughs> he come home and be like, "My man, I stands. told you to stay off my shit. Like, stay off the stand." Yeah, my hands was too heavy. I, I didn't have it. I ain't have so, it. So at the same time that you're soaking in this culture, you grew up in a Christian family. Yeah. And at what point? Well, I grew up in a my mother was Christian. My okay. pops, my, I don't, I, my pops, I don't know what he was. Right. <laughs> I didn't see him in church. Okay. Days. Now I got a question from 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 the brand newbie song okay. Punk, okay. Punks Jump Up. No, no, wait, wait. He got a cannon that's bad. 
similar to the one that I got from my own dad. Is that factual? That's factual. Like my pops had it. He had a social joint. work gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a, he had a joint. Yeah, and I, and I took it one time. Me and my man, we uh, we took it. I gave it to him. He did some bullshit with it, man. It was a whole big. It came back to bite it. y'all in the ass. Did it? It came back to really where it almost jammed my pops. But oh man! Somehow he he got through it, man. But that was the cannon from my old dad that we took right out the shoebox. So so now now you 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 you're going. How did you meet? Poobah, because you saw him on the stage. Poobah was established or established himself with a trade bag MC. Yeah. How did you meet him, man? Well, I met Poobah because, like I said, Poobah and New Rochelle, man, Poobah was like like, like the known, the the, the best of New Rochelle at right. the time. It was a bunch of little crews coming out, but Poobah was the best at the time. You know, I can't even deny that he was the best. And, like, I used to rhyme for him sometimes, and he'd be like, yo, you know, I'm 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 gonna see you one day, and sometimes I rhyme for me. They be like, "Yo, you know, you got to break that down. Like that was too long. You got to put some." Type so you of was so in. you really came up, yeah, in, in the in the Poobah dojo. No doubt, I definitely came up under. And how it started was, you know, Poobah took a liking to me and Jamal. Jamal was on the other side of town. I was on one side of town. So we might go to the studio and be like, Poobah, I'll give Jamal four hours and give me four hours. And it might be like three o'clock in the morning. Whatever time Jay said that somebody wasn't coming, we had to go. I don't right. care what time it was. If it was 5.30 in the morning, you got to get up and get there. So he gave us, like I, I like I said, Jamal do a, a four hours, I'll do four hours. And then one time, I think Skeff, or one of them dudes made a beat. Skeff Anson? Yeah, Skeff Anson made a beat. And we all rhymed on it, and it sound good. And like Meaning you, know, you Jamal, and? And Pooba. Right. Yeah, that was the, like the first joint we rhymed on. I think it was I Ain't Going Out Like That. That was the name of it. And, uh. You know, Pooba always had them fast angles. He was like, yeah, that sound good. I'm going to take it downtown. And, you know, he took it downtown with Dante. Dante was at Tommy Boy at right. first, Dante Ross. He told us to hang on, and uh, he was getting ready to do something with Electra. And he took it over there, and we got down. It, it was a real fast process. It wasn't. It was so fast that a lot of people thought, like, brand new being, like, we had been down for years ahead right. of time right. doing stuff. Like, you know how different groups try to get on right, for this right, many right, years? Right, 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 right. It hadn't been like that. We was all solo artists. Okay. And, and we came together real quick and did that, and it came together, like, in a matter of, like, boom. See, then we was a group. I never yeah. thought that, though, yeah. because I was one of the few cats that did buy the Masters of Ceremony yeah. cassette. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I bought that, and the next thing I know, like, yeah. a year and a half, two, three years later, it's exactly. brand new being. Yeah, that's but, I'm sorry. No, nah, that's how I went. Mm -hmm. But what what kind of cat was Lord Jamar? He's been on the show, man. And, and uh, yeah, well, 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 Jay, Jay, first of all, even oh back then, oh man, Jay was like, yo, Jay was like, I, I used to call him King Jay because Jay, that's when Jay, you know, he, he got crowned, God crowned, yes, 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 and 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 just like. If, screw face. Yeah, you, like you might be scared of Jay. Like Jay, was and he got that. He got that native Indian nose. Jay is like that native nose. Like that's real screw Hell face. Yeah, he screw up on like rock him. I remember like, one time. He had to, <laughs> something happened one time, and Jay let the shotgun off for a while wait, in the park. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you can't just say that allegedly yeah, in passing. I mean, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. But what what allegedly happened? I, I don't know why. I, I I remember it was some type of beef or something, but Jay. Let that thing bark out there on this side of town. Bow, bow, bow. I was like, oh, shit. And that was Jay, though. But Jay, and, and, and it's funny because, see, when, when, from New Rochelle, like, when, like when, when we was coming up, it was Latin Quarters. Mm -hmm. It was Union Square. Mm -hmm. And, like, for, for you to go to those, first of all, for you to even be in those type of spots, it wasn't no it was that's when rap was unsafe. Well, that's when New York yeah, was New York escaped was, from yeah, New York. It, it wasn't safe, like. You knew 
that when you went to Latin quarters or Union Square, you was going to see seven or eight fights. You was going to see somebody get their chain yanked. You was going to see somebody get snatched. You might see somebody have to take off their coat. It was robbery songs. It was, yeah, rob, for certain yeah. songs was, was the setup. Yo, we had Ice-T on the yeah. show. And Ice-T was telling us when he was at the Latin Quarter with Scott LaRock. And Scott LaRock left him. And here he is, this, this light-skinned kid with the, with the, with the perm. Mm-hmm. And he shook. And the DJ is like, yo, the girls, watch out for the girls. The girls are snatching chains tonight. Oh, the so girls are caught it. They caught it in the front. <laughs> Why? When I remember that, they caught it in the, and somebody broke the glass. They caught it. I remember one time L was in there. And L will tell you too, he might not even remember this. I was there. Right. I remember when L was down there. He Uncle had L, the, LL Cool J. The jury was yes, heavy. Yes, yes. Them, them, you know, them Brooklyn. Them Brooklyn dudes start swarming shit, around shit, him. Shit. Where Red was DJing, and I think Red did a chicken chicken. It was like, yo, 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 come on upstairs to the booth, man. He <laughs> seen from down there, I was going down. Rap, it, it, it wasn't safe, but it was it was so electrical and magnetic that if you made it out of there, you was like, I got to go next week. That was the well, strength. Well, the thing was, the thing was, and this is something that that I really like in, in, in my episodes, particularly with, with guests like yourself, man, I really try to get these, my, my our, our listeners to really understand that culture. Yeah. Like it was fun. Yep. But and you risked everything. Everything. Like you like you didn't know if you went out, if you would get your shoes robbed. Oh man. If you would get a buck fifty or if uh. you would die. That was New York back then. But that was the adrenaline that, that, that's that what we made created that shit with. And, and, and coming from up top, when we used to come downtown, we used to have like a pre Latin quarters, pre Union Square meet, like yo, look, we getting ready to go downtown. You already know it's going to be all them Brooklyn niggas there. So let's when we get in there, let's stay together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody dummy out. You know what I'm saying? If you got a chain and you can't hold it down, don't wear it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No and, man left behind, yeah. but you can't be the weak. Yeah, you can't. Yo, shorty, you the weak link tonight. Exactly. Stay home. No weak link. You might see my man. <laughs> like your last time when we went down there, man, you, you, you ain't help out or you ran. You can't go. Because at the end of the night. You still had to go home. Right. So when you had to go back uptown in the train station, especially like uh, Union Square or one of the stations, it's a thousand dudes on the Brooklyn side. And on your side, it might be like 15 to 20. So yep. that was like a commando team, yep. like Delta yep. Force. Yep. Yep. You yep. had to make it home by any means necessary. So uh, at what stage of your life are you going through this? At what stage of the life did you become God body? What, 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 what age do you become like 5%? That probably was like maybe about, about, uh, about 18, 19 okay. years old. You know what I'm saying? And that basically came from seeing Nurshell. There was a lot of guards in Nurshell. The guards was definitely in, in, in power up there. They was building every day. And, you know, on on the side of town they was building, I was there. So, I've, you know, it was it was like I magnetically came into the light. You know what I'm saying? They That's told, funny they, that you said magnetic. Yeah, right they, there they, they told you, they, you know, they taught me who who I was and, and, and myself. The original and, you know, man. Yeah, a lot of times I went home and tried to bring that home. It was met. With a lot of scrutiny, my me and my grandmother went through it. You know what I'm saying? I used to tell her, yo, take that Jesus off the wall. And take this that, and that white devil and, Jesus yeah, off. And, and I'm not eating this no more. She'd be like, well, you ate it as a baby. You know what I'm saying? You grew up on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of scrutiny. But I, I, I basically came into the light back then, uh, building with Lord Jamar, the God sincere. You know what I'm saying? Pooba was Haji. You know what I'm saying? So basically we came into it through that. Okay. Now, you know, I asked Jamar this when he was on the show, man. And, you know, I was never... God body, but I always appreciated the presence and, and the contribution to the culture, man. Why is it in 2014 and 2015, pardon me, mm. that it, it doesn't seem so prevalent anymore, man? Well, I, I think 
one of the reasons why I think it, and this is what you know a lot of time with the guards, like a lot of time, some a lot I think a lot of uh back then a lot of the guards became incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them remember also at that time when I was coming out, that was a hard, hard crack era. That was the mm. the, 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 the 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 invention of crack because we're gonna talk about crack in a minute too because okay. when crack first came out it was a good thing and and I'm gonna show you why it was a good thing and how it turned bad but you know a lot of guards fell to that and then I think over the years we we didn't advance with the times as far as reaching the youth you understand what I'm saying some of the some of the some of the teachings and some of the methods that we use weren't upgraded to today's standards you know what I'm saying these kids like. A lot of time with these kids, you 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 got to stimulate them somehow. You got to find a stimulation for them because their 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 attention span is so weak nowadays right. that you got to hit them off the top. And like a lot of them now, they they they, they weren't willing to, to do the studying of that. Video games came around. Nobody wants to hear that. iPhone no right iPhone. now, it, it, is, it was it was hard. Candy then Crush. A lot of the lessons. If we know and understand that we was God, then we know and understand a lot of the lessons had to be upgraded. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not, I wouldn't say the majority, but but some. And, like and, like what, for example? Like because I've I've heard you mention okay, this like before. maybe 17 million plus two million Indians and stuff like that. Different facts upon the population and stuff. Different landmass facts that we know now are different. Right. Just from being more people on the earth is right, different. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? And uh, you know that's that's basically where I think it it kind of fell. Then you know with with the message that we was uh, projecting, when they kind of start putting that to the side, that that didn't become attractive as much. Remember, why was that put to the side though? Because b- because I th- I think it, it scared a lot of the powers that be because they was like, yo, these people are starting to know too much, right? And they're starting to ask too many questions. Knowledge of self. Yeah, they're starting to 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 to, to question these reasons and to question. They're questioning why, Jesus. Yeah, why and and, and also. And encompassing everything, questioning why this is on the books and who is this person that took a, a back cut of this money and why is this person name on my budget and who is this person? You know what I'm saying? That kind of scared them. So it was like, yo, let, let's let's move along to something else. Right. You know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to be that. But the older I get and the more I see, it's like, yo, are there really conspiracies, man? Like in terms of the enlightenment of our people or the enlightenment of people in general? I think so. I do think so, man. I think, man, a, a lot of stuff, man, is is is, is made and, and decided to just keep people back, man, to hold that information back because you, you don't want us knowing too much. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and once we, like I said, especially with the guys, once we began to learn the knowledge of ourselves and who we was—that's when we start questioning things, and and that, especially in entertainment, became a bad thing because we was always behind the scenes. We was just the 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 pawns in the game, right? You we were the saying? dancers put, and put, the singers. Put the niggas to go out to dance right. and sing, right, right? But when they started asking questions about the books and stuff, that's when it became a problem, right? Um, you you mentioned something earlier, man, about when a crack was a good thing. How the fuck was crack a good thing? All right, thing, let me B? let me tell you something. All right. It was a time. Don't hold back, Sadat. No, I'm not going to hold Don't back. Don't hold back, my know. G. I'm going to let you know. It was a time. Okay. You see, we, 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 we going from an era to maybe starting in 78 when uh 
where, 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 where my, my uncles and older dudes, they was basing, free basing. Cocaine. Cocaine, they had free the little, basing. little spoon yeah. on the, then up, on then the up, chain. Then uptown, you had the, the Dominicans up there. Somebody came up with the baseballs. The baseballs. You had legendary collectors, Jerry Curls up there, mm-hmm. Wild Cowboys and the stuff O-Yes. like that. The OEAs, definitely. And uh, somebody got that that that, that idea. They, rock, they, they, they rocked it up because I guess, you know, at, at the point, man, you know, the cocaine it was getting expensive and they needed something. A little more affordable. affordable for the hood. Somebody made that up. And I remember when, when, when 82, 83, when crack first came out, you'd be in the party. And niggas be like, you want to crack it up? Crack it up, put it in the bill, smoke it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dudes was rolling woolies yeah. and smoking in Latin quarters. <laughs> Union Square, rooftop, it was a good thing. It, it, it became not a good because thing. Because it was a party thing. It was a party thing. It at was first. affordable. And, and yeah. this was before the stigma yeah, see, yes. of cocaine. Yeah. And, and see, what it was is at first, people were smoking woolies. Yeah. There was, it wasn't too many people that was actually fucking with the pipe. Mm, yeah. Right, right. The woolies were good. Yeah. The woolies were You yeah, smoked yeah, the woolies? Yeah, woolies <laughs> were, <laughs> you be at a party, and you know, I, I, I'll admit. Yeah, back I smoked then, woolies. Okay, yeah. all right, I got a confession, B. Right, you like, smoke woolies? I smoked the, like back in the day. Yeah. My man was like, yo. I got this thing called crack. Word. I was like, word, what is that? Let's let's get let's let's fly my nigga. Uh-huh. And he rolled the shit up in a joint and but it wasn't nothing. Yeah. It was, you know, I didn't I didn't I didn't, it, it wasn't the stigma of it yet, cause you be in the club. And King looking at me in the other room like, yeah, like combat what? smoke Yo, when you smoke when you smoke the wood, that ash never went out. Yeah. That you, ash never went out. I can remember being in the rooftop. Where if if flying you my G. if you wasn't the crew smoking woolies, the bros didn't even want to fuck with you. <laughs> oh yeah, I just smoking regular weed. Yeah yeah, you yeah. Can't fuck with y'all. Yeah yeah. But the dudes that was smoking woolies, they was getting it. What happened was after maybe a year or two, I would say maybe by eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, when you start seeing motherfuckers start stealing shit mm. and and start getting skinny missing off of it, teeth and teeth. Them. That's when. Dude's yeah, like, what hey, happened to your quarter field? Yeah, your like, shit is like, missing the collar. Yeah, like maybe this ain't such a good thing. Right but now, it became not such a good thing. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because that came around. It was it was the uh, it, it was it was the wooly era, and then like almost on the step of of the dust era, right. the old dust. Right, not this new dust. They had the old dust, like the Red Devil, Red Devil. and all that yep. from 16th Street where you smoke. I remember one time we smoked. I ain't even gonna front. We went to the Rucker game. Might have been about 19 years old. We went to Rucker's. Somebody suggested that we get a bag of dust. We smoked a bag of dust. I could not get across 155th Street. <laughs> what do you mean? You I, stuck or you I was, was paranoid? St- literally stuck on the corner. And I just, I remember I just kept sticking my foot out <laughs> and just putting it back in. And just sticking my foot out and just putting Yo, it back in. Yo, you're so fortunate <laughs> we don't have World Star back yeah. there. And, and I told you, <laughs> sit out on that. Yo, sit out on that shit, yo. Yeah, yeah right. somebody going to say that. Yo, he smoked crack. Nah, back then, everybody yo, was. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before yo. we start, yo, internets. Don't misconstrue yeah, this get, shit. Yeah, I'm not condoning this is it. This grown man talk. Grown yes. man talk. We live that shit, so don't judge yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. All right, all. So, so let's go now, back. I want to say the highest I ever been ever. I remember uh, smoking a wool and dipping it in, in in the dust in the dip. Yo, dip it. So yes. we call the space base. Yes. Okay. That was the highest I ever been. That night I got locked up. Yeah. The first time. Know. What you get locked up for? For being high as a motherfucker you, and driving you, a stone car. Oh. <laughs> well, but there was keys in it because the crackhead had sold it to me. But and but I didn't know. I, I didn't know that it was. Wait, you, a crackhead? Well, that's a that's a whole. And other. I got a whole era of even while rapping, but being young, trying to hustle, taking that Amtrak train, mm-hmm. going down to uh, where, where will we stop? Uh, Wilmington, Delaware, Delaware, uh, Union Station, Washington, DC, Richmond, Virginia, Virginia, Danville, Martinsville, Greensboro, Kinston, North Carolina, Tarboro. We was all over the South trying to do what we was doing, and 
That that was that ever. But DC boy, them them DC boys used to uh smoke that them cigarettes. Love boat. Get, oh, love man. boat. Get 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 a sack of get a sack of love, Joe. And then, go, and then go to go to the uh to the black hole and see Chuck. Chuck, Chuck yeah, 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 yeah. That go go. Yeah, that now go-go one thing shit. one thing about DC because I was in school in the eighties. Yeah, me too. I was at Howard. Yeah, I was at Georgetown, okay. and 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 them DC boys like like New York cats was like, yo, we about to go there. Oh, yeah. and take it over. But one thing, it's like brothers like from DC, Chicago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like those, like even um, what what else is is Chicago? Like those brothers don't play. Ah, uh, nah. Shit. Like like mad cats from up top went down there and got buried down L- there. Let me, let me tell you something about DC. When I was down there, I was in DC eighty four. Will, why 80, you say eighty five? We going in a whole different direction. Nah, nah. <laughs> this this is regular for me. Okay, okay. 80, 80, you don't understand. Smoking the red devil. No, once once we start the wine thing, oh, yeah, yo, you know, we I'm, drink I'm, a little I'm wine for for the <laughs> internet at home right now. Eighty four, eighty five. I was in DC. My man Green Eyes and them Rayfield. That's when everybody down there was going. Rayfield, Rikers Island down there was Lawton. Yep. that was Lawton down there. So New York dudes came down there, and I'm gonna tell you, they pioneered it. They came down there. They showed them how to whip it up and and, and batch it up. I was right there. I seen it. But once them DC dudes learned, because see, another half of my family was from DC. Mm. So I done been in Anacostia, mm. Berry Farms. Mm. Over there on Georgia Avenue, or on that Florida side Avenue, of town. Florida, all that over there, uh, 14th Street. So once them dudes from DC really got the method and they learned, they was like, "Ah, right, you niggas from New York going back." Now. Yeah, yeah, y'all don't, y'all, 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 y'all are back. taking this shit over. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thanks for teaching us this shit. Y'all ain't gonna Columbus this shit. I was and, thinking about the Philly niggas too. Oh yeah, Philly niggas didn't play. Definitely. When we used to go down to Atlanta back then, they didn't have no idea. Right. They they was they was in they was in the woods. Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? They came up now and did all that. But back then, they took, was took in the a, woods. It took them a while. Yeah, it took them a long while. Took them a while. They so, was in the woods. Okay, so let's get focused now. All right, let's go back. Woo! Yeah, yeah, we had to get I just had a, 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 what you call that shit, man? I can't believe you smoked the wood. Easy, we're not going to publicize that shit no more, B. I don't want to see that shit. My uncle just started following me on Twitter today. I don't want him to see combat smoke. Yeah, my moms might see that. You talked about that again. But I will say this. When you said, like, you know, we smoked it, like, I don't think this generation will understand. Like, yo, I remember smoking it. Like, we smoked it, like, where we put a 20 weed or a dime bag of weed, and we put, like, $90 worth of bait. Yeah. And, like, when it got to that middle... Like it was like 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 we felt like we were like better than everybody. Hell, you was invincible. I don't see. That's when it used to jump in like Latin quarters and Union Square was crazy. I also want to touch on something real quick, which I'm not condoning the whole drug use. We don't thing condone none of this and stuff like that. But it did also add a different aspect to the hip hop. Oh yeah, creatively, creatively, which I don't think goes on right now. It's kind of was kind of the era of like. The equivalent of the '60s to rock and roll, right? Mm. Where people were experimenting with drugs right. musically. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, well, and, that's a good, and it did like it, it did create a whole great level of art. level oh, of so artistry God and music. You know, I don't want to put it out there, but somebody was telling me, and this is allegedly, and this is out of respect, but somebody was telling me when Ghostface was recording Supreme Clientele, like th- throughout that whole period, he was on some allegedly. This is no, this is no disrespect to the God. But allegedly he was on that shit, and when you listen to that album, you can't. That album compares to nothing that's been dropped nothing else, right? in the post millennial era, man. Like I said, we're not condoning drug yep. use and all that stuff, but I can't front. It's added a lot of great elements to music in general. Yeah, like, and I like that analogy he gave, like the '60s, man, like the hippie days when it was. <laughs> it kind of was I, in LSD, the '90s, the hip hop. Yeah, I, I needed that. Well, People was getting you know when dusted in that zone. It just was what we, it's what we were like, doing. Yo, did you Word. did you ever create 
under the influence? See, by by the, by the time we really started doing the records, the time moved we, on. We had stopped that. Right, right, right. We had stopped that, and it was basically more along the lines of just smoking a whole asshole Pound, full of weed. 40, and, 40 and is at four, the time. Uh, Pooh was the 40 king. Yeah. He used to have them joints in, in the back of the car. Pooh now, what, what, was, what was it? O.E. or St. Nods? O.E. Or private stocks? I, I mean, I, we was mostly O.E. Like something about like the the the, the St. Nods was a little crackish. Yeah, little crack. And that- and Little crackish. Even, and, and the other shit. What was the other shit? When I, Power when Master. Crazy, crazy horse? Cisco. Cisco. Oh, no, Cisco. Cisco. Cisco, Cisco. Cisco was nasty. That shit tasted that like- shit was, That was, was the liquid crack. It was something that Cisco it. that would literally- That shit was like four loco. I can remember being in D.C. at Howard like, after drinking Cisco after a party- I'm sweaty. I might be dirty somehow. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did I get dirty? Word. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened, yo? Ah. Cisco. So, so okay. Let's 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 take it back on track, man. All right. Um, Poobah goes down. He finagles some shit with yeah. Dante. Yeah. Y'all, 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 y'all fall into this deal. Yeah. We but f- but but the thing is, y'all was qualified. Yeah. That, that was that was that was the thing. Word up. Like, y'all we was, was qualified. Because one thing, man. Like. I, I back then when I was coming up, I, I studied all them dudes. I studied uh, I, th- these are the dudes that I really, really studied. Please share with I us. studied uh, cool. I, I studied Grandmaster Cass. Yes. I studied Cool G Rap. Mm. Like G Rap was like, 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 like one of my main dudes because he was just a couple of years older than me. So I figured, well, damn, he's kind of close and comparable to what I'm trying to do. Right. So Cool G Rap was like that's what why was I, it about Cool G? The the, the just the. The just what he was saying, the right. fr- and and I liked the lisp too. The lisp was was like crazy. So like, you saw like an affinity between his lisp and your voice. Exactly. Okay. I was like, he got something that 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 that's, that that he that that makes. Because you're not supposed up. to be a rapper with a lisp. Yeah, exactly. In the '80s, like, B. This shit was so crazy. Him, uh, Kane. Like I, I studied Kane. You know what I'm saying? Dudes like that. Like a uh, shoot a. Uh, just Ice, God, Just Ice. You know what? Just, Chris. What was it about Just Ice, man? Well, see, first of all, I, and I have personal dealings with Just Like, it was just, Just was a rhyming bully. Still, like, he was a bully. Just was a bully. Like, he rhymed about shit, and then he might go out somewhere and punch somebody in the right. face if see, necessary. See, I like Just, and he had a couple of hits. But he just didn't have no finesse. Yeah, yeah, just like he was a rap bully too. He was just <laughs> bullying the beats. Uh huh. Bullying beats, promoters, clubs, <laughs> wherever it was. But as I, to this day, I still mess with Just. And then who else, man? Uh, Chris. Okay. Definitely Chris. Like I was, at, I was at Howard University when South Bronx came out. Yeah. So you know when when, when that came out, I, I went crazy. I was like, oh my god, this is, is, is it can't be nothing better than this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then. I liked a lot of the groups coming up, like I, Scarface. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was the, the early Scarface. Like how? Like was this because you were on the road? Because a lot of New York cats wasn't really open. Like we yeah. were, we were just opening up to the West Coast, like to the to the Two Shorts and the NWAs and 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 the Easy E's. But we wasn't opening up to like yeah. It was it was the travel of it, man. Like when we came up, like when we first came out, like. I was hard line. I don't. I don't want to deal with white people. I don't want nothing to do with them. This and that. But as you, as you, as as we went on the road and and met different people and then seen different groups and and how they was getting MC Breed. I mm. remember being MC Breed and and dudes like that. It was like, well, yo, these dudes is is, is pretty dope. And they're showing you, yeah. like like when you're out of New York, particularly back then, and your whole shit is like, this is New York, son. And then motherfuckers like a song comes on. And the club just gets, and you never heard the song Word. before. Like, and the motherfucker is rhyming kind of crazy. Exactly. Like, I remember I was out in Akron, Ohio, 
and it was the it was like ninety four, and I was on some New York yeah 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 New York shit, and they threw on the um E forty sprinkle oh yeah the club. sprinkle me sprinkle and me, I was like sprinkle what me, yeah hell yeah ah, what yeah that shit is crazy definitely so so you know so how do you deal with not fucking not wanting to fuck with white people. But you you got Dante in in the click yeah and you being you being managed now by Rush 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 management so you got Leo yeah. in your ear and it, see what it was is and Leo I could see be the type to be like yo I'm really not fucking with white people right now yeah yeah Leo like we 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 went back and forth with Leo but what it was is it came from not really dealing with white people right you know what I'm saying like ever yeah like I, I dealt with like white people when I went to high school right. far as. I was I went to high school for basketball. So far as the, the, the brothers and the, the priests and 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 a couple of kids in the school, but actually having business dealings and and conversations and the white boys back then wasn't listening to him. Yeah, yeah. So it it was a whole different thing, man. But as you go and, and you meet different dudes and and then cultivating the relationships for this long, like I got white dudes that they remember me from the first time I came out there twenty plus years ago. Well, we still cool to this day. So it was actually. Just meeting different people, man, that, that changed my views on the world. Before we go to the next topic, man, you got to give us, I've heard you do your best Lior impression, man. You got to give us a Lior impression. <laughs> uh, Sadat, what, is, what are you doing, Sadat? How do you come here with the gun? I, I, I take care of you guys, punks jump up to get beat down. What are you doing? Yeah. So when did you go to his office with a gun? Oh, uh, man, I, I went down there one day, but what it was is, See, I'm gonna tell you some shit. What it was, is, <laughs> I was living at the time. Yo, with, this interview is turned. I, I was living at the time with Regina Hall, the actress. She had with that's the a Fordham. whole other yeah. two hours. Yeah. That's a whole other two hours. She went to Fordham, and she we, we we was living together after that. She graduated Fordham. That was your lady. That was yeah. Your, that, that was your, my lady. So that was, was, is that the one that got away, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. We was living uptown, and uh, my cousin Akil from Oakland came. And so, you know, he came and like, you know them Oakland dude. First of all, he came with a suitcase full of all Oakland dudes. Sally Sell and Philly Phil and these dudes. Fetty like, what, and what, yeah, what the Fetty f- and all this. Like, what the hell is all this shit? <laughs> so he came, he was like, man, I like that New York shit, but y'all gotta get some bump, man. I got my truck with the paint on it. I gotta have some bump in it. So me, me and Regina was arguing one day. And he was like, uh, well, I remember he was in the back, and like me and Regina was arguing. He came, I said, "Hey, man, you better control this bitch." Oh. She was like, "What?" She from D.C. Right. So she fighting, and her brothers. She been fighting. She was like, "What? What did he say?" He said, "Man, you better tell her to control this bitch." She was like, "He gotta go." Uh-huh. So from that day, I had a beef. I remember something happened with some bread at uh at uh Def Jam. We were supposed to get out and get it, and I felt. I needed to get it that day, and we—I'm drinking and smoking, and he's right in my ear. And she's in your ear. Yeah, man, he's like, man, you better go get that money, man. Did he have Let's a curl? Go. Did he have a curl? Nah, he didn't have the curl, but okay. he had the—he—he he was one of the first dudes I seen with the socks with the slippers. Uh, Remember they had the yeah, socks yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. slippers. So we went down. He convinced me to go. To, he said, "Man, we gonna go down there and handle that, this business." Yeah, that fire in your belly. He convinced me to take my joint, and I remember. I never forget it was a tech nine. I had the tech in the bag. Me and him went on the train and we went downtown to Def- I remember Chris Lighty was there. Chris was like, yo, X, what the fuck are you doing? This or that. And Leos somehow got word I was coming and ran and hid somewhere. Mm. He wasn't even there when I got there. They was like, he ain't even here. But uh Chris diffused it. Chris right. Chris, that's why I love Chris and, and recipes to this day. He was like, yo, X, come on, man. You could have called me for that. And uh I remember 
I got the money, and, and that day I went and bought a Jeep. Word <laughs> up. I went right to the spot. Well, what, what, what kind of Pathfinder? No, no just a uh, 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 Jeep Wrangler. Okay, Wrangler. Because right, they was over there on 59th Street on the on 11th Avenue. I went right over there and bought a Jeep that same day. That's crazy. Word. So, so here you guys are, man. You, you, you guys drop out of nowhere a classic album. Yeah. You, you drop one for, one for all. Mm-hmm. And it's a, how does that change your life, man? Well, uh, man, it was like, I just remember doing the album. It, it, it was all uh, an amalgamation of the struggle. Because, see, when we was doing it, we, we got a little advanced at first. I remember a little 5,000. Yeah, a little 5,000 we got. And I remember. You brought gold I, teeth with it. Teeth and so, tops Sneakers, and bottoms. Timberlands. I got some some 40, 40 belows. With the pimples. Yeah, I remember I bought Shorty something. <laughs> she was living on Empire. I was going with, messing with a chick. She was living next to the road. We on Empire. You ain't get Regina nothing? That was that was that was next. Okay. See, I met her afterwards, but at first it was just me and my and my girl Diana. She was the one that did the slow down. Okay. She sang the slow down part on the journey. I made her do it. She didn't want to do it. I said, you gotta do it. But I remember we, we, we blew that advance, but we still had to make the album. Right. So I remember it was times literally when we like, look, I either got enough money to get down on the Metro North or get back. So one or the other. I remember going down to the studio, maybe hide in the bathroom. Hope to conduct on the, on the train on the, on the Metro North train, and it was it was a way that you could do it. Like you you had to time the stops. Like all right, he's over here now. I got to move up a car. I know he's coming up, but we would do that. And uh, all three of y'all are sometimes. Well, Pooba had the money though. Pooba, yeah, but but sometimes we'd all do it. Or sometimes right. we'd get a ride. I remember one time we went to the studio and Jamal Mama car broke down on the highway. We left that shit on the highway <laughs> right then. The next day we came back, that shit was on blocks. But like that was the struggle of it. That's right. why the album was so good because we, we 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 grew as brothers. We we, we made a bond. We, we I mean we, we we ate the same food. We shared the shit. They had a cheesesteak, but we was going to Calliope Studio mm-hmm. then. Mm. It was a cheesesteak spot right on the corner. We might get three cheesesteaks and two forties, and that was the food for the night. And we get back home. Sometimes we go on the Metro North back home. You know, go 42nd Street, 125th Street, Mount Vernon. We might get stopped at Mount Vernon. The conductor might come, so you might have to get off at Mount Vernon. Maybe walk home, get a ride How home long from of somebody. How long was that, my G? Shh, a couple of miles. Damn, a couple like two or three miles. But they was close together, so you did it. I remember. I remember having a job. I had a little bullshit job where doing what, man? Uh, I was working at Barnes and Noble, and I remember. I had you had a little name tag? Yeah, a little Derek? name tag, everything. Derek, welcome to Barnes & Noble. How can I help you? I remember <laughs> times of going from Calliope Studio straight to work. Right. And, and if you which, ever, which Barnes & Noble? This was in Yonkers, at okay. one, Yonkers Avenue, somewhere up there. And and if you've ever like had a job and then had to go to work straight from a club, you know that, 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 that early battle that you face of just staying awake. Keep going to the bathroom, putting water on, on your, your face. face. Like, I'm coffee. never, I'm never doing this yeah, shit again. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> sitting in the mirror like, yo, I'm getting ready, Earl, yeah, yeah. whatever. But it was all part of the struggle, right. man. And, and and that's why I did it. Because Pooba, he was like, yo, follow this blueprint. It's going to go down. And so Pooba knew. Yeah, he knew. He had the blueprint. Like, you, did you have doubts, man? I, I, a couple of times I did have doubt. One time for the for the video that we did, the, the wake up video. Uh, remember we was doing the dances? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do no dances. But Pooba was like, yo, man, if you want to be in the video and if you want to make it in this business, that's what you got to do. Right. So I, I did my but, little but he, dance. But he comes from that era. I yeah. remember when we had Kane on mm-hmm. the show, uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. And, and Kane was like, yo, my whole shit was like to be aggressive. Like yeah. To come from that, you know, just spit and murder niggas. Yeah. And he was like, yo, Biz kept saying, yo, man, you can't 
you 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 got to make the shit like dudes don't really they're going to give you your your props but they don't really buy the records you got to get the girls to like your shit Came and then, and then he did a show and i think he bombed and Dougie Fresh was like yo man you got to start studying James Brown you got to start studying Earth Wind and Fire like to really look at the roots of showmanship man yeah well well he studied cuz i can remember Latin quarters and it was certain joints that would come on, man, with cane joints. Uh, you might hear bang, boom, boom, bang, bang. That was a robbery song. You yeah. have to look around. That's when you've seen them Brooklyn dudes start dancing in the circle. The circle getting close. So was Kane was in that certain set him up, get bold. That was a robbery song. <laughs> right, right, right. That song come on, you had to look around. If you had something on and you couldn't hold it down, Brooklyn dudes was taking it. You know what I'm saying? So definitely came, boy, came. So you, yeah, you had to, you had to. So, so going back to Pooh he really taught y'all, yeah. how to be artists. Artists. That definitely. was like your artist development. Definitely. That, and that see, that's where a lot, a lot of these kids they don't have that these days. They don't, they don't have an apprenticeship period. They just go from A all the way to Z. Like I asked a young boy, told me I was like, why you want to rhyme? He said, because I just want to make some money. Which like, is Damn. the worst reason why? You know, because that, that was the last reason why you started rapping. The last, I didn't, I didn't, I, I just wanted to be, when we first was rhyming, I just wanted to be the nicest on my block. You know what I'm saying? The nicest on my block. Stunt on a, on, the, on them other cats on that, the had, other cats that had their the turntables yep. and they two or three rappers. I just wanted to be nice on the block. Then I wanted to be the nicest in the school. Mm. Then I wanted to be one of the nicest in New Rochelle. Mm. Then I, I just wanted to be nice in New York. I didn't, I didn't know about getting no money from it or this and that. Like, I remember when we first was getting money from it. I, I blew through it because I, I didn't have no money. And like you didn't that. know what it what is this? What it, my pop slowed that down fast yeah. though. He slowed it. He's like, you there. got what? And my you pop, said it yeah. My pops one day I was I was living downstairs in the basement. And you know, when we first came out with Brand New Being, I mean, that that one summer when it really, really bubbled and we was doing shows back to back, I was downstairs in the in the basement like King Jaffe Joe Fair. You know what I'm saying? Chicks was coming <laughs> and like I was like Zamunda. Yes, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When my, pops, yeah, my pops came downstairs one day and these exact words, God rest in peace. He was like, yeah, my man, you're getting a little money now. Me and your mother feel you need to give us $700 a month. Yes. And I thought about that. Yes. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to give you 700 I might as well pack my shit and get up out of here. That's exactly what I did. He he pushed the progression of man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Word. But you know, another thing, man, is like, you know, you wanted to be the best yeah. on the block, the best in high school, the best in, in New Rochelle. And all of a sudden now you're literally at the pinnacle, like you're in rush management. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you turn to your left Word. and it's slick Rick. Exactly. You turn to the right and it's the God Rock Him. You you know what I'm saying? EPMD L yeah. like you're in that school right now. How do you like what is going through your mind? How do you what do you what are your thoughts now? Are you intimidated? Well, yeah, it, it was overwhelming because like these is dudes that I was hearing on the radio daily, and I'm like, damn, like it took a minute for me to like like and it, it, it to to realize that I was in the same kind of same semi spaces and right. classes these dudes. Like I, I mean, I was overwhelmed seeing Eric and Parrish and and Slick Rick, because that's when Slick Rick was still larger than life. Like, Rick was still pouring champagne on people at clubs and calling them crumbs, peasants. Crumbs, you know crumbs, and crumbs, peasants. And peasants. <laughs> I seen him pour shit on people like peasants. <laughs> so to see Rick with, with, all the, with all the jury and the eye patch, I was like, oh my, I'm in this type of company now, right. man. It was, it was crazy. Run, Run DMC, who was like, that was like a holy grail. Like, Run DMC? Like, it was crazy. Public enemy, B. Word, public enemy. Crazy. You know, um... Where, where, where am I going to go with it? Okay, okay. So this is one thing that 
I'm starting to realize now that I'm really astonished with right now. You guys are coming out. You guys are talking this political stuff. You're talking black upliftment. What is it about brand Nubians that got y'all such a huge white audience? Because one of the things that I'm still like, even our, you know, even one of our executive producers is like, yo, Sadat has always been one of my favorite MCs. You know what I'm saying? And I'm meeting a lot of cats from our generation, white guys that are like, yo, brand Nubian. What what was it about brand Nubian? I, I, I think that. They was it was kind of they was kind of mystified at the truth, right? At the actual abrasiveness of what we was putting it out as, right? You know what I'm saying? They they was just like it was it was kind of a scary admiration because I I met a lot of white dudes, especially back then, that they liked me but was real scary, like give me a pound and have their head down, like they oh <laughs> like nah man it ain't like that, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? I think it was kind of like a a scary admiration that they had for us because we was kicking the pro- we, we we was telling that real stuff and we was basing it behind facts you know what i'm saying we was voracious readers and learners always learning never stop learning always reading about different various subjects so that was kind of intriguing to them plus we was in the streets you right. know what i'm saying so i think that was intriguing to them but you know even listening to y'all and i got to give them props on the very excellent interview y'all did on one epstein you know when 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 peter rosenberg said like y'all was kicking that but y'all still weren't as scary as say like the poor righteous teacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. or X Clan, yeah, yeah. or even PE, which yeah. they which they love too, yeah. man. Did you think that y'all was a little bit more accessible than some of these I, I, other? I think acts? so because even then, like we was we was still like that. But but like you never really seen Public Enemy. Like you never seen Chuck be in no picture with no bro. You ain't like, never, you seen, never Chuck seen Chuck smile. Yeah, you ain't seen Chuck <laughs> smile or, or with no broads and that. Like like we was still doing that, but we was still fly. You might see us like with four or five joints. Like yeah, yeah. yo, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I think we was more, we was I wouldn't say accessible, but we was more in the mode of what was going on. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? We, was, we, we, we still was in the latest Yo, it's the next generation. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Fresh, and, fresh to death. Yeah, You exactly. know, I, I want to take a break, man. But okay. before we go to the break, man, you know, I want to get to this point, man. Like, I just want to say something real quick, yes. if I may. Um, on the point that we're talking about with Brand Nubian in that aspect, one of the crazy things that has taken off for True Wine Connoisseurs is that, this militant persona that people perce- perceived Brand Nubian as and Sadat X as, yeah. when they see the show, they always say, I've never seen Sadat in that light before, right. in a lighter form, you know, that they saw in the 90s or whatever. And a lot of a lot of the thing that I, I think that uh, white folks or whatever really appreciated uh, Brand Nubian for was maybe out of fear. It was yeah. like... Uh, mm. Um, it was it was a weird thing because a lot of people that I knew were like, oh, well, you know, can a devil fool a brother? Not nowadays. That scared them in a way. Right. And, uh, and 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 that kind of made them say, OK, well, that's cool. You know, um, but now they see Sadat in a lighter form. And that's really what's elevated our show, um, seeing that he's not that crazy, you know, anti white person. Nah, not at all. And, not at all. and that's that's really been, you know, a lot of the success of the show. Dope, man. Like, so Dot X is for the people. He loves everybody. It is. But, but before we go, man, and I know you discuss it in, in, in other interviews, man, but, you know, the whole thing about Poobah, like, still, like, Poobah was part of the group. Yeah. But intentionally, he wasn't part of the He was part of yeah. the group, but that wasn't his plan. Yeah, exactly. What what I'm The overall plan, what we was what we had discussed and what was going down is that we was going to do this brand new being album, and everybody was going to branch and do what they do, but I'm not gonna lie. Like, in, in families, if you got your brothers, y'all fight a lot. Of, y'all fight, 
And y'all say a lot of shit against each other. And sometimes you hate each other, but y'all are still brothers. And at the end of the day, you're always going to come back together. But he, he and Jamar clash a lot. A lot, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And and but and, and they clash to this day. Right. But they still love each yeah, other. Yeah, I would love to see them you know arguing today. Oh, man, <laughs> great arguments, beautiful arguments, and yelling back and forth. But at the end of the day, they'll shake hands and give a hug, and we still love each other. So before we go into the into the break, man, like when Sadat, I mean when 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 um when when uh, Pooba left, it was like oh shit yeah yeah they're done. Mm-hmm. Yo, internet, let's take a break. You tune All into right. the Combat Jack Show, thecombatjackshow.com, twenty fifteen in your ear hole, bitch. Cheer. F your radio, yeah. F your podcast, and F your TV show. Yeah. yeah, be right back. Internet, once again, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by Bevel. The first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly, and sensitive skin. Now, if you're a fan of the Combat Jack Show, you know, and I know, why I fucks with Bevel. Let me break it down. First of all, it's clinically proven by an African-American dermatologist to reduce and prevent razor bumps. It's smooth and designed from the ground up to give you an excellent shave. Another reason why we fucks with Bevel so hard is because of the homie Tristan Walker, 30-year-old African-American entrepreneur who saw a hole in the African-American shaving and grooming market and made moves to fill it in. Tristan saw that there wasn't a first-class grooming product experience for minorities. Instead, they put all the grooming stuff on the dusty shelf with that magic shave and made you smell real funky in your grandmother's parlor. No more with that. Thanks to Bevel, you can now get a first-class shaving experience delivered to your door. And what you got to do is go to getbevel.com today. Go to getbevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com and use the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T to get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. That's getbevel.com. Stop shaving like a plebe and shave like a boss. Cheer. And now, the show. Your internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. First episode of 2015. We got Sadat X and Will yeah, Tell yeah. Pace, in the pace, building. Pace, Brand Newbie and True Wine Connoisseurs yeah. Collaboration. They here. They here. Premium P. We here, baby. What's going on? So listen, during this break, man, you you breaking down the whole, you know, we were talking about the whole style and yeah. flyness and the whole nine. We exactly. started talking about feline. And then yeah. we started talking about, you know, you guys are, you know, like longtime low heads. Yeah. You know, Ralph Lauren, you know, it's Ralph. Pooba yeah. with and, the and, hill and figure. Pooba yeah. kicking yeah. off the whole hill figure thing. But you were like saying that. Even when Poobah was making Hillfigure a household name, yeah, it wasn't Ralph. Yeah, like I like that was Poobah shit. Poobah, right. Stud, Ali, they was wearing it. They because because they had the hookup. Poobah had to, that was when he was doing the solo thing when he came into with, with, with Andy and was was in the pocket with Andy and 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 Andy gave Poobah shit. He right. gave him shit. Me, I was still I was getting my low shit. I was getting my my uh my my, my uh. The the Timberland joints and everything like that, like but the hill figure side, that was on Pooba. That was Pooba's and, and, and he got bread out of him. Believe it, Pooba wiggled that out of him too. What, what made you? I mean, you know, it's a stupid question, but what made you so loyal to the brand that you wouldn't flip over to the brand that all of a sudden was hot? I, I don't I don't know, man. It was like you know because I guess maybe it was probably with the breakup and this and that. I was like, well, they gonna wear that. I'm gonna still stay with my with my joints. We were still, and that's when I was still kind of going to the stores and boosting because, like, I, we we did our little thing Alleg- to- allegedly, sir. Yeah, yeah, allegedly, we did our thing up top. We didn't do it like them Brooklyn dudes, though. Y'all didn't steam the 
we, we, the no, ANSs we and no, no, we steamed. I was there at, at one of the legendary Christmas Eve Macy's. What was that? Joints. What was that? Naru Macy's. I was there. We used to go to Naru Macy's. We well, killed I'm, them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We killed them. We're, we're talking language that some of these younger internets yeah. might not understand. What, sir? What is a steam? That's a, that's an all out assault. That the was million man <laughs> rush. I was in. It had to be. It was 1987. Macy's. Now, remember on Christmas Eve on them days, the store stay open at 12 o'clock. Yes, yes. We got down there at about 11.30. When it's kind of light. When it's kind of light. And we the already knew. employees are tired. Yeah. And, 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 and we didn't even plan to get, that's just the time we finally met and got everybody together to get there. We wanted to be there earlier, but it took until that time for everybody to get together to get there. We got there. i never forget. It was the lady on the phone. We went right to the low section. There wasn't no playing around with it. We were right there. It was a lady right there. She said, can I help you? He was like, Ma, don't get in the way of this. Yeah. This is going down one way or the other. Don't get in the way of this. I remember dudes was put first. It didn't even, it, we, it wasn't even. So you was gentlemanly before you became the apes. Yeah, it was, like, option. it was like dudes was like, yeah, thank you, man. We putting on two, three coats. Uh shirts and it was just a basically like yo we getting out of here right we uh, we came down here with all of us and we all getting out of here with some pieces yeah if we gotta throw somebody through this window right here they're gonna go right through the window and, and, we and, took she, that. and she obliged but one, one time we did it in scarsdale mm. we did we went up to scarsdale it was one a little time. wider up there yeah, yeah a little wider it. but see that was that was that good westchester side mm-hmm. because see the the brooklyn dudes they had to go downtown and they and it was a whole bunch of brooklyn dudes stealing all the time so you had to they had to fight amongst themselves and it was, was, it was yeah, different steam. Yeah, different. And New Rochelle, we had, we had a different steam. Y'all was unified yeah. flow. We went to, we went to <laughs> Scarsdale. A lot of times we might have a white girl as a decoy. We right. had a decoy. So we'd go in there and do what we used to do. One time we went in there, though, I remember we took some shit. It was another Christmas Eve. Running out. Somehow I tripped and broke my ankle. Broke uh, the shit. Mm. shit. Bone came about. Out, out the bone sticking yeah, out? Yeah, went to the hospital. I remember dudes, uh, Spark was driving the car. Dudes went Mark to the Spark. car. Yep. I had to go. I remember I got a cast. I went and got the cast, but we still went home and popped off all them popped tags. The tags. That ain't stopped the mission. Yeah. That ain't Alamo. Pop your bone, pop the tags. It's the same yes, thing, they, right? They, yeah, we kept it going. Now, now Will, you from you from the Brooklyn side. Absolutely. And, and you you like you were part of the legendary. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we got it in, allegedly. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the biggest steam movement you've seen, man? Man, I mean, basically what we would do was we would roll so many people that we'd go into the store for, people, for the younger man? people. We used to call it the Million Man Rush. Right. So you'd get as many people as you can, over 100. Over 100. Yeah, and you'd in basically the, in the go. Fucking, that's it. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Mm. But in that you small would, ass. You'd go to Manhattan, though, mostly. Okay. You'd go to Manhattan, Manhattan, like Macy's or whatever. Right. And then what you would do is you'd go in so many deep that there was just no possibility of stopping you. And, and by the time the cops came or the, or the security guards came, they get knocked out and people is gone. That's it. With and, pieces. And they used to have something in New York called, allegedly called allegedly. the walkathon. Okay. They used to have yep. something called the walkathon. Legendary. That would be like a a walkathon. That's where people gathered. Yep. That would be like a walkathon With a for purpose. cancer or something. Cure cancer. And, and everybody met right there in, in Central Park. Oh, oh wait, the real walkathon. The real walkathon. Oh, y'all would y'all the yeah. walkathon. <laughs> that was a means for you this to go. This is a movie, dog. I remember, I remember the Benetton store kaput. The window kaput. The Benetton <laughs> kaput. Lives put uh, companies out. What, what, of what was the joint upon Lexington Avenue? That was Bloomingdale's. Was it Blooming. Bloomingdale's kaput? Macy's kaput. Anything up and down Thirty Fourth Street 
could put. And they stopped the walkathons. It ain't even no walkathons no more because dudes took that as the purpose to go around. <laughs> Yo, that's and, and, and do what and they wanted. What's ironic is that you saying that's a movie right there, and I'm telling you right now, my man Vic Lowe, the the barbarian. Yeah, most of y'all know him as Thurston, Thurston. Howell the Third, the rapper. Is already writing it. Yes. Yeah, he got for to. a movie. He got yeah. to yeah. with Bones Malone. Yeah, you know what? We we got We got We got to get Thurston yeah, yeah. up here, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta gotta get get that's Thurston. a must. But, oh, but you go, go, get going him. back to the to the music, man. You know, I remember saying that's it because Poobah was such a rising star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, like and, a... and he we already knew who Poobah was. He was on the Mary joints. Yeah. He was running with Puff. He was doing this and that. You know, and and then it was you two guys that we heard. Y'all had yeah, your little yeah, yeah. joints on there, but. You know, we didn't know who y'all was, and I remember getting the the, the cassette. You know, um, and, but, but, and God but we even trust. set that up. Yeah, like Puba, he he broke out in the middle of a tour. So imagine we in the height of a brand newbie who, tour. Who was on the tour? It was a brand new. It's, it's brand newbie and a couple other. I think KMD was in mm. the group, leaders of the new school. Uh, Electra kind of yeah, Shazzy I think it was and a couple of other acts he breaks out in the middle of the tour so uh-huh. now we gotta still keep going to different cities we don't even tell them beforehand that Poobah's not coming tell them the audience yeah. or tell the management tell them, tell the management nothing so we get down south you know them down south boys we get there they be like where Poobah and they shop you think yeah. they slow but they like yeah, yo they man where Poobah where Poobah at man we, 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 we had to be like yo he's sick or this and that and, 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 a, and a couple of them shows worked and a couple of them shows they like tried to really front on the money with it, and 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 like, imagine it's in the middle of the tour. So we already got the musical sequences all planned out. Well, we got to change on the fly now. Now we got to figure some other shit out to to, to make it all cohesive. Who's rhyming Poopa's part? We had to have the crowd do it sometimes. <laughs> you know that was that was that was like. It, it was it, we we pulled it off, but that was that was some hard shit yeah, to do. Yeah, man. yeah. At the height of that, it was like goddamn, man. But. You know, we did it, and then we knew as soon as we finished that, we got to go into the studio, and we got to make something immediately. Because y'all were now hungry. Y'all yeah, y'all yeah. really got a taste yeah. of what Poobah had already been in. Exactly. But going through the shit, what is that doing with your relationship with Poobah, man? I mean, for a minute, you know, dudes wasn't really messing around, but like I said, I always mess with Alamo. Alamo went with Poobah, but th- that was like part of my family, so... You know, I I still had to deal with Alamo, and you know, for a while we didn't we, we didn't mess with Pooba for a while, but you know, eventually it's, it's still we still family. Yeah, still family. We came back around. I probably came back around before Jamar did, but uh, we came back around. But we had to keep it going because if if you listen to a, one of uh, Pooba's songs on on that 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 two thousand album that he did uh or the, or the real real joint, he was like Alamo, hey Sadat X, hey that was on uh, one of them joints mm-hmm. he did. I was in the studio still for for his joints. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, we, but it's hard though. It's yeah, hard, like yeah. maintaining loyalties, your loyalty to, to Jamal, your loyalty to brand newbie. Yeah. Like the brand, it's a brand new fucking group. Yeah. Then, like, imagine like all the questions and every interview you do, you got to answer. Like, we have a press day, and it'll be like maybe 20 interviews, and you got to answer that shit over and over. And you knew and motherfuckers was not fucking with. Yeah. Brand new being without. Puba. Yeah. So before we go into this, contrary to popular opinion, my favorite brand new being album is In God We Trust. Yeah, we 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 we, we, we grinded like, that one like, out. Tell us what the what what kind of voodoo y'all motherfuckers did. W- what we put did that shit together. What we did, me and Jay, is we got our money together and we went and bought some equipment. Mm. We went and bought some equipment, we put it in the basement, 
We went and bought a whole bunch of records from wherever we was getting records from, and we sat down there for literally three to four, five months, and we made that joint. We, we was there every single day, and we made that joint. That was a proving ground. But that was good, though, because I was like, yo, this is going to prove where we stand. We either going to rise from this, or we going be, to be afterthought. Yo, man, and one of the dopest parts of what he's saying right there is, they made the beats, too. Dude. We made those beats. Yo, Word up. Jamar. Both of them. Both of them. We made Yo, those joints. Beat from the first beat of Allah U Akbar. Crazy. Like that. Sh- it's a. It's a. Cl- like to, yeah. well, you know. I, I, like I say. Like I, I'm. I'm not a contrarian. To me, that's my favorite brand Nubian album. What's your favorite brand Nubian album, man? That might be it too, yo. Because that was just such a, a, a proving ground. Where I would say that might be the favorite one. Because if 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 we didn't do nothing on that. I wouldn't be sitting here. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, if that You'd have been, what happened pop, to? Exactly. They'd what be making to? jokes about exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> I'd probably been fat now. Mad, you know mad at saying? these young rappers. Exactly, man. <laughs> Working at Papaya or some shit. And be like, yo. Yo, man. But, 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 but even the even the range, like from Allah Akbar to punk jump up to get beat yeah. down to love me or leave me alone. Like it was a, it was, it, it, it's a classic album. Yeah. Like I don't think Cats really, like keep people acknowledge that it's a great album. But it's to me, it's one of the greatest albums. Yeah, man. man. Like every song, we, we we knew it was like, yo, if if this is what we were waiting for, it's here now. This is gonna be our defining moment. We either gonna rise from here or be afterthoughts. What was the response? I remember my click, my crew, like a, a dudes and chicks. We we played that shit endless. But what was the general response to that, man? I'm gonna tell you, Jamal was confident from the beginning, on right? It. He was like, yo, I'm telling you, God, this is going to be it. I was, I, yo, I didn't know. I was like, damn, B, I, I didn't know how it was going to be. Right. I was like, I, I think it's going to be good, and I, I think people should like it, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, it was just at the time. I, I didn't know. I was tired of all the questions of what happened with Brand Newbie. And, and see, remember, Pooba had put his album out a little before. Mm-hmm. So his shit was bubbling. He mm-hmm. had the real, real. He had the shit with Mary. Mary and, and the, the 411, whole, right, all right. that. We was like, damn, man. Like, we really, oh, oh, we just, really behind the eight ball right, 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 right now. Right, 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 right. We got to make some shit or we going to be finished like kaput. But the thing about In God We Trust is that, like, like, like Jamar's cadence, which to me was kind of muted, on one for all, yeah. Like, okay, you got comfortable with that. You, yeah, he you, found his voice. He found his found voice. His voice. And then your voice, your distinctive voice, was like, yo, that that's 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 Derek yeah. X. That's mm-hmm. Sadat. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's an and thank you for that album because it's it's, yeah. it's one it's one of my top that's albums big. of all time, man. But at the same time, you're in this whole new thing now where you're doing records with Biggie. How did that yeah. come about, man? Ah, uh, man. Uh, I remember Puff. See, I, I, Puff is from Mount Vernon. Yes, that's next to Nourishel. Mm-hmm. Came up with Puff. You remember, I remember when Puff, Puff had the big black boots? I remember dancing. Puff was in high school, Mount Vernon High School. I remember Pete. Pete played a lineman. He was a lineman on Mount Vernon football team. Pete. So I I, I remember that whole movement on that side of things, and it was like, Yo, this this wine. Yeah. Is, are we still drinking the same wine? We're still drinking this our wine, wine right now. Internet's. Yep. Yo, we gotta take a picture of this for the internet. Yeah. This is where we we gotcha. body in. Yeah, yeah, These we bottles, B. Yeah, I remember. We did four bottles already, and they don't even Four know. bottles of that red <laughs> original. What's, what's wine connoisseur's red, baby. What's yep. the factor? What, what is, what's the factor? That's Cheers. the name of that yes. wine. What's yes. the factor? And we're going to get into the science of true wine connoisseur's wine yep. in a second. So anyway. I remember uh, I got a call from Puff. Yes. And Puff was like, you know I got big. That's my artist. I think big at the time had first started with Party and Bullshit. Mm-hmm. And Which I was met, a smash. I mean, a smash. I remember he did the party of bullshit. Then I remember uh, got a call 
Puff was like, yo, come down to the to the lab. Big gonna be there. Y'all gonna make a joint. For, for, got down there. Finesse had made the beat, the original beat. Finesse Lord made Finesse. the beat. You know, we got down there. I remember uh, Lil C's was there. C's might have been about 15, 16 mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. But man, Mark the Spark was there. Tracy Waples was there Tracy from the Waples label. Tracy Waples y'all uh, ass. Yeah, I just, ooh, wow. It was a smack? Nah, I, oh, I didn't, oh. I, but she was always bad. Oh, I, I was like, she, if, she was messing if you beat, if you beat, I was nah, like, oh, she, she was, was sticky? I wanted to. I ain't going to lie. Wait, wait, she was, sticky? Stick, I think Stick was doing Allegedly. Thing. Yeah, allegedly. I'm not going to say nothing, but Tracy, oh, she's Damn, still sticky. bad to this day. Yes. But uh, I remember all of them was there, and uh, I remember I was writing my verse. I was sitting there writing my verse, doing my shit, you know, and I remember Big was smoking and- was, Let me interrupt you, man. Was this still under the whole- Uptown thing, or was Puff fully bad boy? I think right? Puff might have been fully bad boy, right. if I can remember that right. So it was a magic period. Yeah, it was a magic Because Cats, that was around at the time, really didn't know what Puff's deal was. Yeah, they didn't know. But they know. knew that motherfucker was something. Oh, I knew he was going to do it, because he had that type of drive. But uh, I remember I was I was right my joint. I remember Big was just walking around blowing, and uh, remember, remember mumbling him to himself, mumbling him. He was like, I'm ready. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, he ain't writing nothing down. And went in. I got seven McElevens, about eight thirty-eight, nine, nine, tens to max. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I have to make something. Like, it got to be comparable to right. that. So I, I, I went in and did it, man. But, like, and I remember this this real truth right here. Somehow, back in the days, remember labels had to finagle. Like, somehow, like, they would, like, you, you'd do a joint. They paid me. But then somehow... Another check came to my crib. Right, right, right. Like that was that was the finagle, but it made it to me. Yes. So when the check came to my crib, I cashed it. It said yeah. the check said Derek Murphy. That's my name, right. Derek Murphy. <laughs> he said that's I, my not name. not I Derek X, not so that. And, and I remember real, Puff, and that was that, my man. I felt Puff that's ass for me. Puff <laughs> ass in, in your heart, yeah. of, in your heart of hearts, Sadat. When you cashed that check. Was it was it the little devil on your side? Yeah, it was. It was. It was like, Yo, cash that shit, son. Cash it. Cash it. <laughs> what a puff you said puff asked you what it was. Puff, puff he asked me, he was like, Yo, did you get a check? Another check? And I was like, nah. Then the next time I seen him, he was like, Did you get a check? Because it shows on our records. I was like, listen, Puff. Any check that came to me, if y'all did the finagle, I don't care about the finagle. It just wasn't supposed to reach me. Right. If I get another check. So you was you was wrong and strong. I was wrong and strong. Right. I remember they didn't put it on the album. Remember they didn't put that joint on the is that, album. Is that why? Because I remember I had the early, early, yeah. early leak joints, and that shit it, it went, it flowed. The come yeah. on, motherfucker, come it was on. Be, it didn't go on the album. Big wanted on the album. He told me he wanted it on the album, but and Matty C told me they, that Big said I wanted it on the word. album. He wanted it on the album. It didn't go down. Actually, one time, and see, people don't know. Like one time, Ali, like we used to go uptown, like to, to Brooklyn. Like one time, I think it was. I think Ali was with us, but I know it was Pac. We went out there to fuck with Big. Right. Right there, like in Brooklyn and this and that. And then we go mess with Pac at Diamond's Crib, Diamond Produce, go mess with Pac for a little while. So we talking Pac. about Tupac Shakur. Yeah. So Pac and Poobah's people, because you know Poobah's people was always instrumental in the struggle. They were some of the people that broke out uh, Asa- Asa- Asada, Asada Shakur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy what's going on right now yeah, with Asada, man. Yeah, yeah. See, they done, they done opened up that thing. Now yeah. they think they're going to try to like subliminally slip it like we need her back. Nah. Right. Let us stay over there, but uh, you know that's that's so so you so you was in like and and once again, man, it's it's hard to. I remember seeing Pac casually like on Times Square, yeah. like so so Pac was really part of this whole New York rap oh, yeah. ecosystem. I, I, when when the shit was going down, I remember speaking to Pac at Diamond's crib, and he was like, "Yo, it's not a New York beef. 
it's a it's a beef against this particular group. And and it was just so disheartening because I knew both sides. You know what I'm saying? I knew both sides. And of did it. you feel that one party was in the wrong or one party? Because you can't get into a man's business. But yeah. at the same time, if you cool with a man, be like, yo, but you know, like, did you try to? I, we, I tried. We tell him like, yo, son, it, it's. It's, it's 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 not that side. It's circumstantial. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, it wasn't big, big love. He loved Pac. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for to get to that man was was just so ugly, man. Because Pac showed us so much stuff. We came to Cali. Pac showed us what you need some smoke. What you need this and that. It was did so he much. did he did he allegedly say do you want some guns? Yeah, he answered. You, you need some. <laughs> I'm like nah, son. Like like well, yo, I remember seeing Pac. With, with a joint with, with, with no tags in the. In what the, was he driving? No license. One of them. One of them like old cars, like them them jump up and down joints. Oh, come, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. And he was just what, 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 yo, yo, what, what what kind of conversation was sparking man to be like? I understand if y'all need some drugs or if y'all need some bitches. Yeah, it, but, it was just like, like, y'all need some guns. I seen him. He was like, yo. <laughs> what, 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 what. And I think that this is when I was when, when I was out there. This was before a little bit before he got killed. Like when I was out there, I was doing a, a with, with loud. And, and doing some stuff with exhibit, going back right. and forth, right, and right, this right, and that, right. and that went out there. He was like, yeah, what, you, what you need? You need some smoke? Like somehow we came <laughs> to the hotel, and like it was just like an epiphany moment. Somehow he just was there, like he happened to be in the area, and just ah! because you know Park was always a production. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Pac, so he, Pac was always yeah, moving came up right, right, and did that, and was like, yo, what you, you need some smoke? Need whatever else? Guns? I mean, and I, I, allegedly. Yeah, had some things on him right. at the time, but it, it, it's funny because like from there, seen him at Diamond's crib making beats, and he was talking about all the New York artists that he was getting ready to work with to show people that it wasn't no East and right, West right, beat, right, right. and it was just like, like damn man, at the time, the, it, the shit was so hot, the shit was so hot, like, and we had seen beefs before, yeah, and and we knew that the whole Death Row, Suge Knight presence was a whole different. Thing. Yeah, that was an ugly. That was, but but yeah. we still didn't foresee. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't foresee that. They're untimely. Nah, I didn't. Like, I didn't what was foresee. what was your last conversation with Pac, man? Uh, at Diamond's crib, right? Because I remember he was talking about in the Bronx. It, it was right up in the Bronx at Diamond's crib because it was when Dirty. It was at a point of time when Old Dirty was going around ruining other people's shows. Remember that part of time? Like, like, like I know the he did the MTV shit. shit, but what was he doing? He was just Dirty was just going around. By himself, like, um, I think maybe a couple of times I've seen Buddha Monk with him okay. and just going to other people's sets and just getting on their set and just wilding out. So he was a problem. Yeah, he was a problem. Right. Because I think he did that to Akinelli's set mm-hmm. one time. That's how he ended and up he, on that Mariah Carey and joint. He, and he did it towards somebody <laughs> else's set. And I remember Pac was like, man, I would have never let that nigga do that to my set. So y'all was that. talking about yeah. the problem. That was fucking ODB. Yeah, ODB at that point he was going around and, and hijacking <laughs> everybody else's set. And I remember that word. Now, Will, what were you saying, man? How did did you were you on that project? No, no, I was just saying that during that period, you remember ODB ended up in a Mariah Carey session yes. somehow and ended up on her. Oh, that, uh, so that, that was I, one that's, of, how, matter fact, that's how he ended up on that record. Matter of <laughs> fact, it was a legendary session. What was the studio down? To, uh man, uh Oh, uh, was she recorded on on Fifty Fourth Street? No, it was it was downtown in the village where they had LL plaque on the wall. I was there. Not the not Chung King. Chung King. Chung King. Oh my God! <laughs> First of all, we was there one day. We we had. Oh a yeah, session. I heard he ruined that place. Dirty came in and did about a forty five minute freestyle in our session. He came in our session. I think Dante told us about. Yeah, it did a, a, a. He was there. We we was cool. Then all of a sudden he did like a. a 
a session, forty-five a, minute, an album, an album. And, freestyle. and y'all motherfuckers are just looking at him, just like, looking at him like, eyes, right, son. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Then I remember, like, he took some plaques, some plaques off the wall, threw on it, and allegedly pissed on it. Pissed on it. Yes, yes. Was there that day? Right. Word up. Yeah, because Dante was on the show years ago and told us about that. That's crazy. Words. So, incidents. I'm not a tech head or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not really adept. Even though we're doing a podcast and it's it's considered, you know, tech, I, I really don't know this stuff, man. So you know and I know, man, that building a website used to take a very long time. You had to set it up all by yourself manually, spend all day troubleshooting. If you ever had to edit the site, it was pretty easy to break links or even a whole site. Sometimes even just changing the font color would be a headache. But now we have Squarespace to make building beautiful websites without a sweat. If you're new to Squarespace, Check it out. If you've been hearing about Squarespace for a long time, well, now there's more with Squarespace 7. Squarespace 7's features include redesigned user interface and integration with Google Apps for those who need to connect their domains to their email, spreadsheets, etc. Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to go to squarespace.com combat and use the offer code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for our podcast. That's promo code COMBAT. That's me, C-O-M-B-A-T, Squarespace. Start here and go anywhere. And now back to the Combat Jack Show. And then and then, what are the conversations you're having with Big, man? Like Big, like, all right, when we was in D.C., like, when I was with Regina, like I remember, he did the. It was I think it was one of his first big shows at Howard University, and I remember like, and I, and Howard for him is like, even though he didn't go to Howard, yeah, to give they, you some context, oh, man. Puff and yeah, and, Puff and, and D Dot and all of yeah, them went D-Dot. to Howard. I was there when all D Dot Hall. So that was yeah. a, that was a homecoming. I, I was there a homecoming. So imagine you know Puff is bringing his artists back. He's pulling out all the stops. It's going down. I'm down there. I'm first talking to Regina. She's from DC. So we go down there, and I remember I had did the song, Come On, Motherfuckers. And uh, I remember Regina, I had played it so much that she knew his verse. Mm. And she was like, I got seven Mac 11, it's about 38. And he was like, I remember he told me, he was like, yo, you better marry her. Word up. Big told you that. Word. Right. He was like, yo, you better And this is before she was popping. Before she was popping. Did she have any film roles? Not yet. Nothing. Nothing yet. She was, she was actually, she had just graduated from Fordham University. As what? As not film. Not, not even film. She was doing some teaching thing at first, right. and she just happened to do jump into like a McDonald's commercial, a Burger King commercial, and, and blew from there. But I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to add insult nah. to injury, but she is a genuinely beautiful, yeah, yeah. woman. When they say in life, you get three great loves. Yes, and that that might have been one that I, I twisted. Okay, so we we'll get back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so big DC. Yeah, yeah, big said, "Yo, you should marry a man," and this and that. But I remember that show. That was. Like one of his coming out shows. Like when you look at videos and Howard Homecoming Big Show, that was one of the ones that solidified Big. Like, yo, this dude is right here. Is, he's, is, a pro- is, he's a, he's is a, a gifted problem. one. Right. He's, he's one. Right. He's one. But, but that was you, that legendary party and bullshit video. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but what what are the conversations you having with him about about Pac? I mean, we, we, see, I didn't even really talk to Big about right. Pac. Like right. I didn't. I I remember I spoke to I, I spoke to Pac. And I remember he was like, yo, it ain't a beef about all everybody from New York. You see I'm with y'all, this and that. And it was just like, you know, I, I you can't change a man's thinking. Yes. And and 
I don't allegedly, I don't even want to get, because this will open up some shit. It was a lot of dudes that Pac was running with yes. from New York that wasn't really in his best interest mm. at the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was running with a lot of dudes, and Big brought that to his attention, I think. And I think that brought some friction around, you know what I'm saying? I just say so, ego and the whole nine. Yeah, right. yeah, man. But it, it was just like, ah, man, it was it was crazy, man. It, 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 looking back on that whole situation, man, you think there's anything? We have Russell Simmons on the show, and he said, after every, he, he just said he really felt bad that he didn't have the foresight to really. Yeah. That's, and that's what everybody felt. And, you know, and, and it's funny because a lot of people say that when, when, when Big was, was at that joint, he didn't really want to be at that joint. Like, he was like, yo, they, they kind of made him come out there. And it's, not, and it's just, everybody think that if, 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 if you could have had the foresight to see what was going on, Somebody would have had an intervention, like yo, please, before it gets too get ugly, Farrakhan, let, get Bill, yeah, Kim. Let, let, let's do whatever we got to do to dead this because we need both of y'all, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? We need both of y'all, which is which is which is crazy, man. Yeah. Now, now another thing, man. Like I, I noticed on your resume, man, that 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 you are you 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 are a teacher, yeah, and you're also uh, a fireman, or you qualified as a fireman? well, I, I I passed the fireman test in their show. You want to be a fireman? I, yeah, I, well, I was, I was, I, I, you one of those kids, like, when I grow up, I want to be a, f- I wanted to be, man, like, and I went, I took the test, I climbed the ladder, <laughs> rang the bell, ran through the buildings with the shit on your back, like, you got to run up the steps and with the Smokyville building and the obstacle course, <laughs> I did all that, and, you know, I, it's funny because if I would have took that post, I'd probably, I'd have been retiring now. Right. I'd have either been a, a, a captain mm-hmm. or retiring now, and, right. and it's crazy. Murph. Yeah, different paths that that it take, man. I was working in the school system, Sergeant Murphy. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what were you doing in the school system? I, I was actually a teacher's assistant in the school system, and 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 what's what's bugged out about that is I was a teacher's assistant at the school that I went to, working with some of the teachers that was there when I was there. When he was and, ADD, and the kids that I was working with was kids of people. That I went to school the with. Kids. So I, it, it was such a good thing because I was in the behavior class, which I came out of, which when the kids used to bug out, like it was days when I have an off day and they caught Mr. Murphy come in, Ramel's bugging out. I got to go back up to Nurse to the school and I get in the classroom and be like, yo, what you doing, son? You know, you know I know your father. You know if I call your pops right now, he's going to tell me to whip your ass. And he'd be like, you know what, Mr. Murphy? You, 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 you right. So you right. what I, what I read from these interviews, and particularly this interview, is you know you you're definitely talented and gifted as 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 a, as a, as, a, as a MC, but but teaching was also your calling. Oh, that was my thing, man. And and I'm trying to I got my credits together. I'm trying to get back to 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 actually really get my degree because I got into a little trouble, so that kind of jammed me. Which is where we're going next. Yeah, I got into some trouble and that jammed me, and uh. That that's that's probably basically my my biggest regret in life. If, right. If that that and Regina. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. Good. I would say that. I, those are like two of my biggest biggest regrets. Let's get to that, man. All right. Because because here you are, man. You you know it's years later. Of course, the game is changing. Mm-hmm. You know you you you're you're an older MC right now. Yeah. The, the the industry has changed, but still you're an, a legend. Yeah. I, I remember it was um, it was like the. It was during the this transit strike. The transit like strike. early 2000s, 2004, yeah. 2005. Why am I reading about you in the paper? That shit yeah, hurt yeah, me, yeah, baby. Yeah, that was ugly. No, was no, ugly. no, 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 Sadat. That shit hurt me. Yeah, it was ugly. It was ugly. And see, the, th- the thing was, I was living 
on I, I, first of all, I was living on Riverside Drive. Mm-hmm. I was right there on one fifty seven on Riverside, d- 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 right around the corner from, from 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 coming to my crib. You go straight down, you get on the bridge, and you go about your ways. But you were straight, right? You, yeah, you, I was you, straight. You, 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 your, your pops left you with your, with enough discipline to do, do yeah. good for I, your money. I was straight, but the law of it, I was I was right in the hood, and you know anybody that know anything about Broadway. Them, them, them one fifties blocks going on up. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of people that was involved with doing different things, and I, and at the time, I called myself trying to do something, setting up different things, and trying to make different things pop off. I, I dealt with some, with, with some dudes. I was dealing. First of all, I was dealing with some dudes that uh, I, I had some of my peoples from, from, from the south. They came up. I was dealing with some dudes from up top. You do some shit you maybe shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, it was. I shouldn't have been doing it. Right. I, I was totally wrong. Right. I, I was. I was doing some shit. I, I was setting up some shit, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I got hit. Like anybody that know, and I knew this from young. When when you mess with the OAs, when they tell you, yo, I, I, and I'm gonna be there in a minute, or yo, Papa, I wait for a little while. Papa, I got you. The, the time frame starts stretching out. So I remember it was some other dudes that was always in my ear, like, yo, Papa, come come mess with us. I said, all right, well, I got this another number. Instead of waiting for my man and them that I knew was true blue, I tried to hook my people so up with other dudes. you want to get instinct. Yeah. And plus, I was getting some PC off the deal. Okay. I'm not going to front. Right, right. I was taking my PC off the deal. That was my league. thing, setting things up, taking the PC off the top of it. Right. Set these dudes up with some shit. Come to find out, we get back, it was some bullshit. Uh... I took it personal. My man and them, the dudes that that, that got beat, they wasn't even really Nig- mad. Niggas they, got they, robbed. Yeah. Niggas got robbed. Yeah, they got robbed. Basically, they got robbed. They got beat for some shit. Uh, they told me, don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? That boom bang. I took it but personal. But still, when motherfuckers tell you don't worry about it, yeah. you got to worry about I it. I got to worry because now you got me looking like a da dum da dum I'm yeah, looking yeah. all crazy now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling less than what I'm supposed to be feeling. So, you and, know, and, I, you, and you sit down. Yeah. I was going back and forth with these dudes for for a minute. For a minute, we going back and forth. This and I, because you know, I gotta. I have my peoples too. I got a Melrose Jackson, uh, Bronx Gorilla family. You know what I'm saying? C Town, Carl Hine, all them people was my peoples. You right. know what I'm saying? So they not even feeling that. So we going back and forth with these dudes. One like, day, like telling them y'all gotta fix this. Yeah, we fix it. And believe me, we had some battles over there. And then, what are they telling you? Like, right, what are you talking about? Yeah, nah, and and and, and we did it. That we 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 ran over there. I, uh, I, it was an incident with a iguana that I threw in the sewer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he, he like a real life, incident, like shaft real iguana. iguana. Where the, I didn't know that the animal cops like had guns. Like, like it's a, it's an animal. Wait, 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 hold up. It was, wait, wait, it was, it was an Oye's wait, iguana. Because yeah, only the Oye's had yeah, not, not getting racialist right now. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting racist. No, not at but, all. But the Oye's with the money, with the with the cocaine. Exactly, exactly. Would have some iguanas Essay. and lavish pets. I threw an iguana in the <laughs> suit. I didn't even know that New York had like an animal squad police with guns. Okay. I, thought they, I thought they only had tranquilizers. They, 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 they had guns. So you threw a, you th- out of retaliation. Out of, I threw a gun. I done had an episode with me and dude the, running wait, wait, up the, the, the block. Wait, wait, wait. Did he pass away? In the sewer? In the sewer. Did he die or did he just... The animal cops, like, the, the animal cops came and they called, like, a team that could take the the, the, the thing up. Oh, they were serious and, about that. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't even know it was serious like that. So the like, iguana lived. Yeah, people was telling me that the animal cops was looking for me. I'm like, animal cops? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that went down. How did you get... Yo, I'm sorry. We're going to move on. But how did you get the, the hold of the iguana? What happened was I seen dude that beat me. I was in the check cash. And my cousin told me, and I was I was looking in the mirror. I seen him 
outside the member because anybody who know, and this is some real shit, and anybody know, when you get off the one train at 157th Street, it's always dudes right there trying to sell you pills and all types of shit. Batteries. Yeah, whatever. Back, he was one of the dudes. <laughs> I seen him out the mirror, and I chased him. He had an iguana on the show because you know he wanted to be fly, come out with the iguana on the show. The shit dropped. I grabbed it by the tail and threw it in the shit. You wasn't afraid to touch the shit? I, at the time, I was so the amped adrenaline. up. It didn't matter where. <laughs> Mommy was out. She was like, Papa, no, Papa. No, the iguana, no, the iguana, no, the iguana. Word where, dude, they, they called So the now animal. it's official. Now yeah. it's official. My man was like, yo, Papa, yo, the animal cops came. They say that they, <laughs> They looking for you. Yeah, but the thing is, and, it, and it's about because black Puerto Rican, Dominican, I always got a little, my man and them over there, they was like, yo, you should have told us because these dudes up the block been beating people. If you'd have told us, we would have wouldn't handle right, that. Right, right, right. You know, but I did it like that. And what happened was one day, like I, it was the transit strike. Remember when it was a transit strike that on was the around, train? Yeah, December, December 2005. Yep. I was going to the store and I remember I put my coat on and I had to I had the joint in my pocket. And I, and I and when I left the crib, I was like, damn. Tech 22. Yeah, it was a 40. Okay. Actually, it was a heavy 40. Damn. And, and I and I went. It was, it to was the, the store. A cannon. And I remember when I was walking, I was like, I don't need to have this one. But then I was like, I'm just going to the store. I went to the I went to the to the barbershop. I went to McDonald's. I came back around on on, on Broadway. It was going at 157. It was a twin donut right there on the corner. I remember I seen police. It was racing up the block. Boom, boom. I was like, damn, they're going to get somebody. Them niggas made a U-turn. It was like, eh, eh, eh. They Stopped around you. Sideways and parked on me. I was like, damn. And I was like, yo, mm. they told on me. Because I seen the dudes that I was beefing with. Right. But that day I was like, I ain't messing with them. But how, did, how did they know that, that, that you had pulled out on them before, right? Yeah, I had pulled. They already knew I had it. Right, and, right. And every time I used to walk past them, it used to be like a tense walk. Like I see them and I walk past them and I'd be like, all right, how are we going to do this, y'all? Right. And I'd get past them and then. Guns but, of butter. Yeah, but, and it, but it, was, it was some bullshit because. When I, when I really thought back over it over the time, I was like, I, I, I should have been better than that because I was in a great position in the New Rochelle school system, a position whereas they was going to help me go back to school and get my degree and, and finish up where they really wanted me to stay in that school system. And but it like, was still the, still the you know, yeah, was, uh, you, the, the more you try to come up, yeah, it's that, it's that part, it's, but it's that part of you that be like, I still yep. got to show, it's the ego part. The ego, and that's what it was, right. it was ego, and that's why sometimes I try to tell these kids, I'm like, believe me, all that ego shit, I, I know that, yes. you know what I'm saying, and that, uh man, that that's like a, a great regret for me. Yo, when it hit the paper, like, what's, like, like how much, like, what did you care? When it hit the paper, I was down, I was in the tombs, mm. and I, and, uh, and it was like, I think it was. I had got arrested that Thursday. It was in the paper Saturday. And I'm, I still got the article at the crib. And it said, the Post, right? It said, Wow, Cowboy Runs Wild or some shit. Yeah. And then it was another Hardy one hard. that somebody wrote that was even more scathing in the Amsterdam News. The Post one was ugly, but the Amsterdam News one was even uglier. But, you know, I, I seen that and I was like, Damn, well, I was down there. People was like, Yo, that's you? They talk about this and that. And it was like, Ah, oh, man. Now, who did you feel? Like, who were some of the people you felt you left down? You let down? I let I let down the kids. Right. I let down a couple of the kids that I, that I was at the school with, telling them to do better. Mm. I, I felt I let I, some of the teachers, you know, what I'm saying Miss Oliver, who got me into the position, you know, what I'm saying who actually gave me a chance. I, I I messed I messed up her trust. Right, right. You know, what I'm saying and it just. And was, what, uh, what are you saying to your daughter, man? My daughter, my daughter asked me, she's like, Daddy, what's going on? You know, what I'm saying it was. It just was. Ah, oh, man, it was. And my daughter was young at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? She didn't really understand that, man. It was just, ah, uh, man, that that was a, 
That was ugly. So you went through the whole trial. You decided to eat a year. Yeah, because what, what it was is I had some other shit under my jacket. What it was is I had to fight the case for a year. And I remember I had, I had, I had a lawyer, and he was every time I was going to court, he was chomping me. Every time I went to court, it was a stack. I so now you had you had done well for yourself. Yeah, you were comfortable. Yeah, and then now you you you're seeing all of this shit being evaporated. I'm going back to court. It's a stack. Then I come to find out certain things that that DFY stuff, the adolescent stuff. When they say it's sealed, they can reopen it on certain cert- circumstances. It may not be admissible in court, but they can they show that, that it shows a pattern. Mm-hmm. What it what, what they did is brought it out to say this shows a pattern of behavior of 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 handling firearms and 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 doing stuff narcotics and, and stuff like that so that didn't paint a good picture right you know what i'm saying all that added to a very and my mother you know my mom's is is old christian mom she's, she's looking like, at you like i thought you made it my mom's like Derek, what's going on <laughs> Derek? you know and my family it never came to sedotics it was always Derek. Derek, Derek, right Derek, and, and it just was was hard explaining that to, to them man. yeah and then a, a lot of frustration that came out of that when i was running up on my pops had just passed so I was feeling a lot of emotions and a, and a lot of a lot of shit that that that. So he wasn't and, there for you to talk. Nah, to. he wasn't there to talk. And I know if he would have been there, he'd be like, "Yo, that was some real stupid bullshit." Right, right, right. right. You know, I, I find it remarkable. And we're gonna move on, but I find it remarkable that that you you did your time in Rikers. Yeah. But because you six were no, building, you were known six building. Yeah. You were known as a five percenter. Yeah. That they it's considered the five percenters a gang, a gang. Yeah. so they put you in the gangs with the. In a in a gang place, yeah, and and that was what was what, like what was what what was funny was when I first went up there, I guess one of the COs he thought he was funny. He was like, "What's today's mathematics?" You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, I, like I guess he thought I was bullshitting or something. So I told him, but it, it was bugged out because I was in the house. It was a, uh, it, it 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 was bloods. Well, basically, I was in, it was a couple of cribs. I was in the, I was in the blood. Oh boy. The fire building. That's where. That's where mm. they had moved all the crips. The crips were over the, by that time. They was all in old boy in the fire building. Right. So I was in like in, in the sixth building. My house it was a lot of king, a lot of kings, Latin kings, natives, natives. Uh, what's the Trini- Trinitario, Trinitario, and and uh, I don't even know about you that. Got the, you had the red badge. They got the GRC. Yeah, I had the red. You had the red badge. The Trinitario. But, but why do you sound Trinidad? Trinidadian. Well, hold on. Let me let me slow down. When they flag you in Rikers, you know, as a gang, they put that GRC badge on you. You know. So, but was it was it was it more like was it wild like? Well, and my house it wasn't really wild until, like, being that I was in the blood house. Whenever a crip come through, they'll try to flip on them like that, this and that. But basically, it was calm. And, and w- what I learned on, on Rikers Island was how to break down hours, mm. like solitary hours, break down blocks of time of doing nothing, uh, reading, a lot of reading. What are you reading? Uh, all types of books, like biographies. I read all the, 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 the what's them, Robert Greene books? Right, yeah. 48, 48 was power. Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the standard that's the jail right read. That's, one Secret of, that's science. jail 101. Yeah. Read down, be, Behold the Pale Horse. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All those type Art of books. Art of War. Art of War, those type of books that that I read to break down the time. We always say, we always say, like, you know, whenever we talk, the combat jackson knows we'll talk about jail. I always say artists have been to jail. Yeah. But I will say this, Rikers or not, the, the year you done it in Rikers, like what have you? What did you take from that? Because we spoke beforehand. Well, I, and it, what what I took from it, man, is like 
Well, f- first of all, I was there in the summer that they stopped the cigarette smoking. Mm. So you know. Oh, you were fucked the fuck up then. Whoa. I was messed up. but Were you smoking that, cigarettes? I, I was. I, and that's when I, I wasn't really. I, I, I was what you call a, a, a. Yo, let me get a pull. Casual smoker. Let me get a pull smoker. For dudes that really smoke cigarettes, that, that was a hard summer, boy. That was like a straight. A straight weaning summer. The shit was tense. Tense. So I was on there. Then then it was like, I was on the island. When I got there, it, it's funny because when I got to the house, uh, I got to my house and they was like, Murphy, come to the front. You got a package from somebody named the guards. And I was like, oh, the, the guards. <laughs> and I went to the front and the guards had laid, I had some socks, underwear, some shirts, some, something to read. So they had laid me out, and and, and I was in there. It was funny. When I came to it, G-Dep was in there. Mm. Littles was in mm. there. You know what I'm saying? So what this I took from the island, though, was like, first of all, it's, it's not conducive. to when All the all the college programs was, was gone. It's gone, which and, is a crime. Yeah, man. It's, it's, and, you know, first of all, people don't know. Rikers Island is a max jail. Mm. It's a it's a city jail, but it's a max Maximum jail. Security. So understand, you get all that max factor. So I was in a house, thank God, in a building where I had movement. At first, I wasn't in that, but I was in the three building at first. Where wasn't no movement. So you had motherfuckers in a dorm all day long. Lock. You can't move around. Anything. When I was in Rikers, the first, one thing I'm going to say, it was a fight every day. Somebody was doing some shit every day. It was a fight over some bullshit every day. Either I, I, I touched him or, <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying, I stepped over this line and I came into my man's square. Or my man got a bad phone call from his girl. Yeah, and I flipped so out. He decides today, nobody come where I'm at. Right, and He's you don't even know. in the middle of the line, so you got to walk around him. Right, right. So, so it's know, maddening getting, yeah, getting it, accustomed to these new rules and, and yeah, regulations. It, it was just every day... When Penitentiary was, rules in effect. Yeah. Yes, and you were outside too. Yeah, so I had outside clearance. So I would be like, I would when I would I, I was on construction, so we'd be doing shit. I see people come into the visits. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I had some cool uh, COs. Like, sometimes they'll slip me some McDonald's or whatever. Fans? You had a lot of fans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, motherfuckers that come through look at me like, yo. And it, it, it just wasn't fly, man. Right, right, I, right. I didn't feel good about myself right, right, right. for that, man. That, so, that, that, that wasn't nothing. And I told people, like, people was like, why you didn't write? What was I going to write about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were like, I couldn't write no club jams. I'm not no club. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? What what you want me to write about? Being around 60 men all day? The honey buns. You know what I'm saying? Smoke baby Somebody clams. coming and wanting my butt man magazine to go in the back. Well, I was like, what am I going to write about? Black tail. Nothing, nothing. So, so it's, it's crazy, though, man. The, the day you get out, man, you saw some crazy shit. The day I got out, my man... My man Big Meg came to get me. So like, and, and it's bugged out because on the island, like you could be like, yo, you want to go to like the, they got this little program. Like you can go downtown to the program. So once you get downtown to the program, they already know half the dudes gonna get off the bus and be like, peace. You know what I'm saying? So I got off the bus and I was like, yo, my man Big Meg was there. We go uptown. I go into the store to get a loose. When I come outside. Somebody had jumped off the top of a building on Hunt Fifty Seven and and like just committed suicide. So I'm smoking a cigarette I'm right like, in front oh. of you. I'm like, yo, New York is bugged out, man. Right. I only been gone for a couple of months, <laughs> man. That shit was crazy. That's crazy. So so now let, let's get let's get to the to the finale of this. Man. All right. How do you fall into like? How do you now tap into this this very successful business? Yeah. That is it's it's it's, it's not a, it's not an easy business to get. How do you get into the wine business, man? Well. 
in the wine business, what it was is, uh, I'm going to tell you point, Blake. I used to go to the studio, and me and Will, we, 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 we might drink a, a bottle of Hennessy for a session right. or this or that. And sometimes, man, I, I wouldn't make it through the session. Right. You know what I'm saying? But one day- Because it was too heavy. Something happened. I think it was snowing or raining or something one day, and Will had a bottle of wine. What, what bottle of wine did you have, though, Will? I specifically brought it because I noticed during these recording yeah, I was sessions, off. when he got home, really it was just me and him that was recording. Word. Really, no other producers was really fucking with Word. us. Nobody like was that. messing with me. I'll Nobody be honest, was I was having him. him in the crib, and we were like, yo, let's just make an album together. And we, we started working on Generation X. Okay. That was the name of the album. And during the recording sessions, we was drinking. We was, we was banging down bottles of Henny. Bottles. And... and by the time we got to like the third verse on each one of these recording oh, sessions, slurry. quality, quality. Voice, the, the, his vocals were slurring a little. Slurry. And I was like, yo, one day as a joke, I brought a bottle of wine to the session. I was like, yo, let's try this bottle of El Gato Negro. Woo! Now, did you know anything about wine? Now, this is a, but no, I knew nothing at this Gato. point either. Right. Shit, we was both. And this is what? Look, this is 2005? Two, uh, 2005, right, okay. right when he got home. I mean. 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I brought a bottle of five dollar wine. I, I think it was like five ninety nine yep. or something like that. That's a joke though. Um, and I was like, "Yo, X, fuck around and make a commercial with the with the wine." And I had a little flip camera at the time. A little flip cam. A little flip cam, and I and I filmed him saying it. If you go to um, to TrueWine.tv, which is our website, and which has all of the episodes of True Wine Connoisseurs, go to number one. You'll see El Gato Negro episode, which was the beginning of this whole show. And it's like 30 seconds long. Right. <laughs> so you guys decided as a joke to right. do this video review yeah. of wines as you guys were recording music. That's it. And that's that's still what it is to this day. Yep. And then, But how did it end up with you getting your own brand? Uh, well, eventually, at the time, I was working as, I was running the pro audio department at Apple. Okay. Um, and... Oh. Um, we started doing uh, the show, and this guy from a, a company called Winebow came to me. He was like, yo, leave Apple and come work for me at this company called Winebow. He had seen your material. Well, no, he yeah, he had seen our material, and he submitted a lot of the episodes of the show. Yeah. He had yeah, submitted the, wine. the wines. He gave us the wines for the show oh, to, so, so he, to this review is a serious his wines. Wine guy. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, and at some point, he came to me. He's like, yo, come work for me instead of Apple. And I went and I started getting involved in the wine industry for real. You left as a professor. Apple. I left Apple. Now, mind you, I mean, yeah. I don't want to get into your business, but you no. married. Yeah. You, you got the mortgage. You got the whole night. Absolutely. Nine. Absolutely. And it was advantageous for me to leave Apple and go to this other he gave you. A, he gave you a better offer. Absolutely. So now you're learning about. He's like, I don't need, his exact words were, I don't need knowledgeable wine people. I need salesmen. And he saw in you guys, exactly. or in you specifically, or in you too. Well, I had did it. I was a professional sales trainer at Apple. Okay. And and, I was and as doing, a salesman, what, uh, I, what I learned recently uh, is as a salesperson, even if you're, if you're selling computers, you're, you're just as skillful as selling real estate or oh, yeah, wines definitely. or whatever. It is what it is. It's so, from going to sell music to right. whatever else uh, we were doing at that time. So um, now you're in the wine business world. Yep, exactly. And you're still recording. Absolutely. And and you guys are still doing the the the, the true wine kind of sort of show. Yep. So how does it go from that to? Yeah. So while I'm I'm developing my relationships in the wine industry and learning about wine, slowly at that point we say, okay, you know, why don't we make our own wine? And my friend 
Todd James, who's a professional, you know, I mean, old school graffiti artist. Yes, I know Todd. Um, Reese, he used to write Reese, A-OK. Um, as a, a barter system for me teaching him some computer skills or his wife made this label for us, mm. which is the first label. Right. Um, and we started, it started off, I started doing editing our videos and putting that as the beginning um, art piece for the videos. And then we went into putting it as a joke on a bottle to see how it would look. And then we finally- But, 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 but what's, what like, at the same time that you have the label- Yeah, this is how it happened. So we got a write-up in the Wall Street Journal. But what are, what, what, are, what, what are the wine, what are the grapes that you're putting in the bottle? What work are you doing with the grapes? Well, first we were doing nothing with the grapes. Right. We got a write-up from this lady named Letty Teague at the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. who said that we were starting to pioneer a lighter side to white wine drinking and to change the industry of the wine from the stuffy way that it was. White meaning the demographic or white wine? No, no, no. Just meaning that we're changing the old world way of wine. Yes. To, you know, bring it in hip-hop and, and you don't Making need to it be all stuffy and all toity-hoity-toity. Right. Um, to some more fun way of wine, and that we were paving the way for that. Um, so in that in that article, we mentioned the evolution of the show would be to make our own wine. So after that article came out, we had people knocking down the door. Real wine connoisseurs. Real, true wine connoisseurs, and uh, people were knocking down the door, yo, let me make it. Um, and we were finally approached by this guy named Andre Mack, who's probably the most... Um, notable African-American winemaker in America right now. Is he based out in... In, in, in Oregon. In Oregon. Yep. So are they flying you out to their vineyards? Are you seeing... No, the- at this point, we're not doing anything. We're just like, holy shit, these people really right. want to make some wine. Right. <laughs> they want to make our wine, you know? And, and Sadat, <laughs> are, are you also becoming like this wine Yeah, type? I'm yeah. knowledgeable. He's on. We, we, at this time, we're just bugging now because it's like, wow, like... We, this joke is something else. Yeah, like... <laughs> Now this is turning into something else, right. you know what I mean? And uh, we, like you said, we, Andre Mack, and then we went to, to, to Pennsylvania to an actual winery, Zaccanini Winery, and like we start actually putting the wine together. We had actual hand in picking the grapes, tasting the grapes. You're tasting taste, the grapes. Tasting now, the what is, like, what yeah, are you looking for it. when you taste the grape? Like, are you foreseeing what a grape is going to taste like into a wine? We're basically thinking like, all right, this is where we came from. We knew nothing about fucking wine. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So for us to make our brand, we want regular people like ourselves to yeah. not have to think about right. wine. We don't want it to be too geeky where, you know, you have to be uh, very knowledgeable. Just listen, Arr. just drink our wine, and that's it. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Right. And that was our goal with the wine, and now we got three wines out. But you know? at the same time that you're making it simple for, like, the uneducated right. wine wine buyer, you're putting quality. It's absolutely 100% quality wine. As I've been in this industry for four years now, I go to classes every Friday. I am studying for my sommelier test. Um, it's a it's a real passion of mine now, and and Sadat as well. So and and, um, and and not to get you know not to get but business on the business yeah. side. What what has it done for you? Like in terms of like growth. In terms of like profit, like like I mean, the likelihood of a new wine company making it in yeah. the first year only about ten percent of the company made, made it. it, and you we guys made it. it. We we are officially congratulations made uh, over one year now. We started with one wine. We started with six hundred cases. 
That sold out in eight months. Wow. How many bottles is 600? We started out in one state. They only allowed us to sell it in New York. Wow. We had 65 locations in Brooklyn in maybe the first six months. So thank you to everyone out there that, that's script? really supporting us. Uh, and we grinded it out with yeah, the damn nah. every one of them. We were doing tastings in, 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 in wine shops and- Word. Steve's on Avenue U. Yo, anywhere. Anywhere they had it, we was going. We was let me, there. Let me ask you, who did the uh, design for the True Wine Like I said earlier, that's a legendary graffiti artist from New York Todd named James. Reese. The oh, reason Reese. why I, I say that for is because, to me, you know, I drink yeah. wine, and I and I visit many uh, different wine establishments, and I'll tell you, I, I, it stands out to me. Not, yeah. not, not for being a hip-hop fan, but it stands out to me because it's different. And in this day and age, like I like different. It's you know the I mean? strong point of the whole thing. I mean, besides there being real wine inside, this is not a gimmick. This is not something that's phony. It's really good wine. Like I said, we did the knowledge on it. And, um, you know, every year now, from now on, we're going to do every year, we're going to have a new artist that we're going to profile for our new wines that are coming out. And we're going to have an artist series. So Artists in terms of like And, that, and what's bugged out artist, is because... Yeah. As as much love as we got, it was a lot of people that hated on us too, yo. Of course, because it looks like a gimmick. It yeah, looks like a lot of people here we hated go with the hip hop, the hip hop wine. Couple, yeah. couple of real wine people hated on us, and people was like, yo, they they're making a mockery of the wine industry, right. and they're not serious with it. it was, and uh, what are these? A black dude and a Puerto Rican dude. It was, it this was is crazy. the first Puerto Rican and a, and a black guy on a wine label ever. That, that's just hate. I mean, in general, yeah. I tell you, I I really enjoyed the wine. Thoroughly, I mean, I mean we've been drinking that. We just drank I mean, four listen, bottles. Drink I'm, four I'm, bottles. But, but let me ask you, what, what are you poised to do right now in, in 2015? Like yeah, you, you guys, next... you guys sold out 600 cases in 2014. That was our first. That was our first release. Yeah. Right. So the second release right now, we put out a wine from the middle of the Finger Lakes. It's a white wine from the middle of the Finger Lakes that we called the Middle Finger. <laughs> right now, so we did a release with that. Right now, that's our first white wine. That's almost sold out. We only have 30 cases left. 30 cases left. So, I mean, the thing is just selling out at a crazy rate right now. So, is um, this something Is this something that you guys could see yourselves comfortably re- re- retiring with? Absolutely. Yeah, I we're mean, trying to make it. We, 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 we going with it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's starting to move. Like you said, we made it through one year. You know, we, we, we got a couple of other blends going. I think people are starting to see the seriousness of us. This is us. not a novelty. Not a novelty. No, this is this you is know, a career, man. It's a secondary career. We got shipping all over now. Yes. You know, What's so the website again? paid What's our the dues website to again? the hip-hop industry. And, and kind of this is the kind of way we're being paid yeah. back right now. What's the website again? Truewine.tv. Truewine.tv. If you would like to get your clothes, you know, if you, don't, if you haven't seen the show, we profile people's clothing lines. My man um, Izzy Haberdashery. Food, food, we profile um, all types of stuff. If you'd like to send your stuff, truewineshow at gmail.com. That's what's up. Hit us up. Truewine.tv is the website. And now are you guys selling across the country? We, we're we only on the East Coast right now. Right. But we do have, if you hit up um, at SadatX on Instagram, hit the live, the live, live link. link right there. We ship all across the country. Across the country for you. Cheer. Yeah. Well, listen, man. I, I, you know, I love hearing stories like this. Yeah. And 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 Will, when we were hanging out, you know, during your your uncle's sure, Hanukkah, no yep. Kwanzaa thing, man. I, and and you you really saying genuinely how this was this was becoming a real career for you, man. Yeah, I, I was just really happy for y'all, man. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and and, and, and it's for that, man. In your wildest dreams, did you ever think <laughs> you'd be you'd be a wine connoisseur, man? Not at all. I was just a wine. Like, well, I'll tell you, like we we used to go to. Two or three bottles of Hennessy. Right. Woo. 
You know so, what I'm saying? So for us, man, to to to, to switch it over, like and don't that, get it twisted. Man. We still put. A yeah, we're still now. We're still, <laughs> still rocking. Mix it up a little bit. No, we still, we're still rock the brown water. I, I heard talk outside that you guys are also going to expand into different. We have type a couple of spirits. Of, 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 of spirits. We have a spirit coming out right now. We're we're importing a Jamaican rum right now, which we are going to barrel in Long Island. It's yep. called the Yard Man. Yard, Yard Man. Yard Man. Yard Man. Coming this. Boy. Coming coming this. Do year. it now. Yard Man. We have a bunch. We have a rum. brandy coming. A potential brandy coming. <laughs> it's rum. Come on, you better rum. get you better Jamaican get, get that first taste. Yo, can I get yes. a, a case yes. of that, yeah. please? Yes. Yeah, we're gonna yes. have it. We'll send a case to send that. Send a place. barrel. When, is that, when is that gonna happen, man? Uh, everything's in the works right now. So you right. know, we have three wines that are, that are out right now. We got the rum coming. We got a brandy in the mix. And a lot of people with the brandy, they're like, "Why are you doing a brandy?" I'm like, "Do you drink Hennessy? That's brandy." Exactly. <laughs> All right. Mm. They just don't know that. They just don't know that brandy. It has to come from the cognac region of France to be called cognac, right. but it's, exactly. brandy. it's brandy. So that's one of the facts I learned. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if it doesn't come from champagne, then it's not champagne. It's, not champagne. <laughs> it's, it's sparkling yeah. water. But exactly. Yeah, exactly. But in any event, you know, like like this joke has become something serious. Yeah, and it, it, we 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 have a passion for it now, and this is what we fucking with. Success and, story. And you guys are still doing music, of course, of and course, man. Now, 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 it's funny when. Is is the career of the music becoming a hobby and the hobby of the wine becoming a career? I, I, I think it's working hand in hand. Like I said, I got the new album. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're coming out with that. So, Congratulations. Yeah, that's Never Left. And I'm a, that's a plug. Never Left. You know what I'm saying? Loyalty Digital. But it's it's working hand in hand, man, because, uh, you know, we've done a couple of actual wine albums also. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. We made recently. We made the first wine hip hop album called Planet of the Grapes. Planet of the Grapes, which is on iTunes <laughs> now. That's crazy. Plug. That's uh, crazy. Featuring DMC from Run DMC. Right. Yep. We got R.A. the Rugged Man, Thurston Howard the Third, um, Drez from Black Sheep. We got Tribe Called Quest on there. We got Mad Shit. We doing a lot of stuff. You know, all produced by Will Tell. So we doing our things. Yo, man. Yo, gentlemen, man. This this has been. Yeah. Yes. What, what what didn't we discuss? I know you're doing great overseas, also. Sadat. Oh yeah, overseas. And like I, I, you just, I just came back from Moscow. I, I, I just was Moscow. In Moscow. How cold was it out there? You know, it was it was extra cold. Right. But actually, I was in St. Petersburg this time. I went to Moscow the first time. I was in St. Petersburg. You know, uh, a lot of vodka. Ooh, <laughs> they, they don't fuck with that. Uh, Steel vodka. Rush, Rush and like I, 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 I call myself. Here. Even though I, I got a girl at home, but I'm still a. A, a, a connoisseur of, of women of the world. Yeah. I hear the Russian, like the, the real Russian women, women of the world. Russia was very yo, mean. Yo, yo, yo Sadat. Very so, mean, so Russia Sadat, was. How is the world going to react if they see that white thing on your arm, B? Hey, hey listen. <laughs> Russia, hey, listen. <laughs> Russia was very, 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 very mean. mean. And robust. I'm robust. Ooh. And loving, <laughs> loving of the God. There's good Yo. some, there's some good snatch out in Russia. Russia Yo, you know what? A one day, man. It's all universal the love. What's today's mathematics? You know, the mathematics is what it is. Is what it is. No Yo, doubt, man. Yo, listen, man. You guys, let us know how we can support you. Yo, and we thank the, you, Reg Combat Jack. Yep. Thank, thank you for having us up here, man. And, and one, one more thing, I want to let you know. Like I said before, got the new album out. Yes, never left. Never left. I you love the artwork. I love Loyalty the artwork. Loyalty Digital, the artwork. And it's it's an it's an album. I want everybody to embrace it. But this is an album for our demographic of people that have grown up with hip hop, love hip hop, uh, paying bills. This has been an honor. 
It's it's really an honor. I mean, we've we've crossed paths Yo, over you. the past twenty yeah, years. Sit out, but it's really an honor to have you on the combat. I'm glad Jack to show. get up here. Finally, I I made it up to the show. I, I know about the show. I, I known about the previous guests, and I'm glad to be here. Thank mm-hmm. you. And and you know, like I said, man, I don't usually shout them out, but I listened to your episode with with Juan Epstein, and I thought it was right. spectacular. Man. Thank you. I, I hope. We yeah, I hope man, we, we did, like, like we did as shit well today. as they, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, because we, we all smoke crack, bitch. Let's make a disclaimer one more time, people. Red Devil don't Angel get it Duck. twisted. That's what it was back then. Yeah, we all good in shape. Yeah, nobody Look does drugs now. Don't yeah. smoke crack. It's, it's not like we gonna leave here and go into some different alleys somewhere. Yo, Pete, man, we listen. 2015, happy year, happy motherfucking New Year, internet's. Happy New Year, but I will say with Sadat, man, success story in its own, but this whole wine shit, it's a success story, it's a success story together. Appreciate. I mean, I, I, mean I, I like the wine. It's official. Yeah. You know, be, be, before you leave, I got to know, Willie Willie, how to pair your sneakers. Oh, yeah. What pair of sneakers? What the fuck? What, what were they? All, all these years, Brooklyn motherfuckers want to know what, what sneakers did he have? They was the patent leather speakers. blue Adidas. Woo! That's what they was. The Shell-toes? brand new patent, no, the, 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 the suede toe patent leather okay. joints. It was exclusive, and then one day they was gone. Yeah. That's how I went down. That base. Word out. Cheer. Well, well, internets, you know what it is, man. Thanks for rocking with us. It's our yes, fifth sir. year, and we are determined to be bigger and better than we did in the previous years. Get ready for combat. Get ready for combat. Dream combat. those dreams and man up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound, and you need some of this true wine in your life. Get Bow. in there. Peace. Peace. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production.